in a world where toxic fandom gets a movie greenlit for $70 million and four minutes of new footage in a time where people seem to kind of like it and a place where one man owns a website where other men and sometimes women, but mostly men talk about those things. We have the awards radar podcast. All right, yeah, that's that's my my opening. <laughs> it's Joey. How's it going? You know that bit in the office where Michael says, "Sometimes I'll just start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going." That's what I exactly anyway. thought. Two miles. <laughs> in my defense, I knew half of where it was going. Sure. I knew broad strokes. That's also, I knew. Hey, 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 yeah. hey, hey! We don't we don't stroke any broads here. We don't condone that here on the Awards Radar podcast. No, we're that's, not. We're not the Sean Watson. That's inappropriate, Joey. Sorry to all our female listeners and our male listeners out there for that. If only you knew what Ryan was talking about before we started. <laughs> yes, Ryan is back, by the way. Hi, everyone. It's great to be back. I missed all of you. And I miss Miles and Steve and uh, yeah. not, not, not Joey. <laughs> well, Steve has an opinion on that. <laughs> Care to comment? I, I think that was it. That's perfect for Steve. <laughs> Fair enough. I'd ask how you're doing, but now I know. And Miles is here. I am here. It's true. No denying. It's true. Fake news. All of it. Oh God. Um. All right. Start. We'll ease you in with a with a question. Oh no. Matthew. Matthew. O five eight one four one five two. He's a real boy. I swear. (laughs) I would hope so. I hope this isn't like Uh, a bunch of bots that are giving us these questions. I mean, if it's a bot and it's a randomly generated questions, there's two of them. It's probably good. And it's probably really good bots. So good for them. But no, I I know, man. He's yeah. Yeah. Ask your question. Uh, We've got two. So the first one is uh, with the Oscars coming next month. What's your favorite film that was nominated slash won the Oscar for cinematography within the 21st century? Oh, Crouching Tiger to 1917. So winners. Okay, let's do it. Let's figure it out. Do you have the list in front of you, Joey? I do. Okay, let's run them. Let's run them down. Yeah. So obviously the first one was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Sure. Yeah. Very, very. And if you want to know what it beat, you're not eligible to choose what it beat, but you can mention if you, you know, had another choice. But it beat Gladiator, uh, Melania. Oops. If only it would have kept it from coming over. Um, <laughs> oh, brother, where art thou? And The Patriot. So um, Peter Powell beat John Matheson, Leos Coltai, Roger Deakins, and Caleb Deschanel. Mm. Probably everyone's picked to be the winner, I would assume, that year. Sure. Yeah. Oh, for, for, well, Crouching Tiger? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's a beautiful movie. Solid year for cinematography. The Patriot's stupid, but it looks great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like, hey. It's dumb as rocks. Want to know looks, what the great. American Revolution is for dumb people? <laughs> yeah. And listen, it, it's, it's good. Like, Ledger's good in it. Uh, Mel's it good. You know, Jason Isaac's good. I saw it as part of like my um, elementary school, like historical education. They played that, that like in the appropriate place for it. They played that in See, I was about elementary to say if it school. Wasn't super violent, I would say. Like it's like a oh high no, we movie. got like a butchered, like censored version. Oh, it was terrible. So like, hey, Jason Isaac butchered that cut in order for that to get. You got it. the you got the pure flicks version. 
uh, it was just you could literally see like they accidentally repeated scenes because they fucked up taking stuff <laughs> out of it. It was like great. It was like somebody who worked at the school like that's uh, out. it was hilarious. Th- that's actually that's pretty great. I'm, I would I kind of want to see the movie now. Um, I yeah, kind of. Uh, the next year was Fellowship of the Ring one. Nice. Uh, we can just beating, move. We can just move on. It's great. Yeah. Beating Amelie, Black Hawk Down, the man who wasn't there, and Moulin Rouge. I would have gone Black Hawk Down. Yeah, you would have. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's a good lineup. I like that year. Yeah, Joey likes the jo- Joey man likes who the, wasn't there is gorgeous. Yeah, another Deacons. Yeah, Joey's continuous. Moulin Rouge. Ugh. I'm surprised Moulin Rouge didn't win. God, stupid, stupid Moulin Rouge. I hate that movie. Um, well, yeah, it's Fellowship of the Rings. Not even close. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, 2002 Road to Perdition. That's a posthumous Conrad Hall. Uh, really good year, I think. We'll see in a minute. But uh, the other ones were Chicago, Far from Heaven, Gangs of New York, and The Pianist. Like on first, the first what? glance, like The, what? the Pianist. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Just trying to correct you. Again, you got the Sean Watson on the brain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dion Beebe could have easily won. Ed Lockman, I don't think anyone would have been like upset if he won. If Gangs of New York had swept, I don't think anyone would have been shocked if that if Michael Ballhouse won. Right. Um, so yeah, like, and The Pianist is is I mean, it's all gray, but is a good looking movie. So this is the only one in which Lord of the Rings was not nominated, correct? Yes, they, and they I missed would, that. One. And I would say that this is actually the best cinematography is in two in the Two Towers. So I'm actually I, actually they didn't they didn't get the next one either. They missed. Uh, really? They only got nominated for the first one. Yeah, they didn't get. Oh, wow. I, I thought they well okay I yeah because they swept the King was nominated yeah because it swept everything they, they swept what they got they missed there oh interesting wow. because in 2003 master and commander wins sorry for any uh, noise in the background folks uh steve's uh you know got the village people working on his house over there so just uh <laughs> just... why did you put house in parentheses what i didn't the put house in parentheses. working on his house on his house no i just i just I put a little emphasis on it. What? what? He's got a little English on his house. I yeah. see. Right. I, hey, I got my house over here. All right, I'm, I'm, back. I'm fine. That's why I'm finally over here. So, yeah. uh, Ryan accused you of being uh, touched by the village people. That's uh, not what I said. I said that they're working on your house, which is a very lively, probably very musical um, house right now. Right, a Steve? Lively musical. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did Texas legalize marijuana while we were gone? It is now. All right, all right, all right. Just at uh, Matthew McConaughey's house. Uh, I live um, in Willy Wonka's workshop. Uh-oh. Uh, all right. 2003, Master Commander wins. The other nominees were City of God, Cold Mountain, Girl with a Pearl Earring, and Seabiscuit. Oh, my God. Master and Commander. What yeah, a beautiful movie. Oh my god! Yeah, that totally. I don't love totally the category it. that year, but yeah, I guess that's the best of the bunch. Also, by the way, Chicago should have totally won um, cinematography in the uh, last year. That was great. That was no, close. Not Road over to... Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition is beautiful. Yeah, Road to Perdition's fine. It's not Chicago. Um, Chicago Good year. is great. So. Uh, the next year was um, a very weird one. I'll say. Is this Aviator wins. Yeah, it's, uh, sure. it's yeah. great. Richardson. It's great. Nothing, no, no complaints there. I will say, I don't know if I've told the story before, but I interviewed Robert Richardson once and it never got published because he's insane. <laughs> okay. We were supposed to be talking about, I think it was a private war. Like one of the last things he shot that wasn't Tarantino was before. Before he transitioned to, yeah, being Tarantino's guy. Well, no, he was already 
working with him, yeah. but it was like before the Hollywood before, and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was like I, they'd already shot Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think. Oh man! But he only wanted to talk about like the weird Academy rules about like the category, and was like, he. I don't. I'm not convinced he knew we were recording the conversation. Did he think he was just having lunch with you? I don't know. Apparently, he's very hard to find. Like he lives in like. I forget where it was, like like Hyannis or something like that. So he's like on the Cape and like out of contact. And he looks like that guy. I think he like might get, is- it sounds like he might get like one news story a month and he doesn't talk to anyone. So, so you're saying like, he's like Jared Leto. He just like periodically yeah. finds out, wait, COVID happened? COVID happened? I've been gone. Yeah, exactly. And then like, he's like, that's all he wants to talk about. And you're like, dude, that happened like six years ago. You know what I mean? I mean, so, I, I mean, we went for like an hour and I was like, I have no idea what to do with this. I, I still would have um, pu- wait. Was that back at AC that you yeah. had that? I would have totally published that. I would just love the chaos of it. I just that would have been great. We can we can talk about the reasons why later. Okay. Off air. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Aviator wins. The other nominees were House of Flying Daggers, Passion of the Christ. Because remember that oddly did really well that year below the line. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. Sure. <laughs> uh, and a very long engagement. What a weird five. That is weird. Yeah, yeah. The aviator checks out there. The, it's the only one that you're the like, opera. yeah, that's a that's movie great. that should be nominated. How does? Oh my god. How do, like, geez, the Phantom of the Opera. Like, I would even say, like, how did Million Dollar Baby not crack into that? Yeah, yeah. Because think about it. Think movies that year that did not get nominated. Sideways. Sideways. Million Dollar Baby. baby. Ray, if you even want to yeah, say, just you not go that they deserved angle. it, but it was a more, you know, Finding Neverland. That's more of a traditional style way, you know. I mean, the Eternal best Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Isn't Hotel Rwanda that year also? Um, Jeez, yeah. I mean, Kinsey, Closer, yeah, col- Collateral, oh, Collateral, oh, Collateral. Oh Come on, if you want to go, you know, they don't go indie, but before Sunset, yeah. Um, oh, well, that would like, be. given what they nominated, you're almost like. How close was The Incredibles? Yeah, that, yeah, that too. I mean, it's it's a beautiful looking movie. It still holds up. To I mean, me. if you look like what their below the line things they were liking, The Village, Lemony Snicket, Harry Potter. Man, they were like all. They, man, they were drunk all over. The, even no, Harry Potter. <laughs> that's Prisoner of Azkaban. So sure. that would have been a oh great my choice God, too. Yeah, that would. Well, because the only Harry Potter that I think got nominated was uh, Part Six, right? Hmm. Is that um, uh, Half Blood Prince for cinematography? I don't yeah, think they ever got yeah. nominated for cinematography. No, they did. Uh, Bruno Devonel. We Maybe. will get to it here momentarily. Yeah, we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. I was just looking at the other things from that year. I uh, think you Troy. might be right. I think you might be right, Mark. It's possible. Troy. All right. Yeah. So, so crappier. Let's just go with that. For uh, <laughs> no, but the winner. The winner's great because I love the Aviators uh, top five scores. Yeah, yeah, no, they me. got it right. Yeah. They just getting there. It was, was a, a weird lineup in the first yeah, place. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. All right. So. I don't think that's going to be the ultimate winner of our picks, but all right. Next the year. next year, however, mm-hmm. they moved on and Memoirs of a Geisha wins. Dion Beebe. <sighs> okay. Um, fine. That's fine. But sure. I probably everyone's fifth place choice. Probably. Because um, the other four were Batman Begins, Wally Fister. <laughs> uh, before uh, he got driven out of the industry by uh, that Johnny Depp movie. Transcendence. Oh, Transcendence. That movie is awful. Yeah. Um, I remember liking Mountain. it at first, and then like no, halfway through like the movie, I've never changed an allegiance more on a film. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so Batman Begins, Brokeback Mountain, Rodrigo Prieto, yeah. Good Night and Good Luck, Robert Alswit, and The New World, Chivo. Oh, The New World. Oh, wow. what a 
I gotta say, I think Good Night and Good Luck song. might be my pick. I love yeah, Black I think I Good Night and Good Luck too. too. I mean, like both of those movies. Even Bro- I'm, Brokeback's great, and Batman Begins are. are I mean, again, great, I think Memoirs is five. That's, that wouldn't even be like anywhere near a stratosphere. Like, how the hell did that win? I mean, it's, Munich could have been. I would have nominated. Munich would have been Capote. Yeah, sure. Capote. Um, you know, for sure. Um. I'm surprised they didn't just throw in Crash for the hell of it since they love that movie so damn much. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, it's still a sore subject around these parts. <laughs> Memoirs oh. feels so random. It feels like the it feels like the the random film that gets in and then it wins and you're like, what the hell? But you know, yep. you know there it is. Fair enough. Um the next year Pan's Labyrinth wins. Gamma Navarro. Nice. The other nominees. Mm-mm. We got a mix here. Because the Black Dahlia was nominated. Oh, that's right. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Vilmos the uh, Vilmos Zygmunt, yeah. so like that legend, cl- that classic. You know what I mean? Yeah, but and I guess kind of looks good. It looks like I mean, if you don't look at the actors, it looks good. It's very. Wasn't that the same year as Hollywood Land? Too, if I'm so. not mistaken, and if so not, it was like a year. Yeah, like they were yeah. very yeah. similar. It's sort of one of those like deep impacts. Hollywood Land is better. Situations. Hollywood Land is much better. Yes, yeah. very. Well, Hollywood so. Land is a coherent movie. Yes, 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 yes that yes. helps. It looks uh, Children too. of Men oh. nominated that year. What a oh, one of the most beautiful movies ever. Chico Wait, what again. beat out Children of Men? Uh, uh, Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Okay, fair. It's a real Sophie's choice. So yeah, other yeah. nominees. Like I said, Black Dahlia, Children of Men, The Illusionist. Oh, <laughs> oh, what a beautiful movie. And The Prestige, Wally Fister. You know what? Good, because both, both of those- magician movies got nominated? I Hell yeah, they did. That. It and was true lost. Hollywood magic. Oh, that was- <laughs> Damn it, Steve. They are both good-looking <laughs> movies. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. They're great. I love both of them. Obviously, I love The Prestige more, but- In uh, a duel the- between uh, Poop and Fister, neither one. <laughs> what? Oh, was that Dick Poop? Yeah. Oh, got good a, old Dick Poop. Good old Dick Poop. Got a shout out, Dick Poop. Poor really Cheryl. The Black Bernizer. Dahlia being the black sheep of that year. Yes. And there's a drill. Yeah. yeah. A that drill. was <laughs> the construction in, on Steve's property is is commenting on his jokes. You know the drill. <laughs> T- 2007, probably the best year we're gonna have here. We'll see. There will be what blood wins. Robert Ellswick. Goddamn nice. right. Oh, Other this nominee. is the year that Roger Deakins split the vote with himself. Yep. If you be- for- if you believe in that. He's up for the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, as well as No Country for Old Men. How oh, he didn't win. The I other two win. nominees being Atonement, oh. Seamus McGarvey. Oh. Everyone loves one scene, but it's also yeah. solid cinematography. It's very good. Yeah. And The Diving Bell and the Butterfly, Janusz Kaminski. There are That's a pretty so, good lineup over there. There are so many movies that year I would have nominated over Atonement and Diving yes. Bell. Like, Maybe not Diving Bell, but definitely Atonement. Into the Wild. Into the Wild for sure. Um, I think Michael Clayton's cinematography is wonderful. Eh. Uh, Zodiac. Oh, Zodiac um, for sure. Uh, sure. You know, there's uh, even Juno's cinematography is actually not bad I for mean, yeah. comedy. I mean, um, I'd be into that. Sweeney Todd. I love the yeah. way that that movie yeah. looks. It has to I look mean, Tim that Burton's way. last great movie. Yes. Thank you very much. I mean, much. hard pass, but still. Yeah. Um, um, that year is so deep. It's ridiculous how deep that year is. So. How deep is your category? How deep is your <laughs> That's a year as the, where as the I BG's wish if we, if we could go back, Joey, I know this is so mm-hmm. total side tangent, but if we could go back to a year, um, there's, it's very rare, but like this in like 1999 and, and a couple of years in the seventies where a year of 10 would have been perfect because yeah. there were so many good movies to condense I it all into five. Is hard. 
I thought you were about to make me feel old and go, if we could go back to 2007 and be able to cover the race. I was like, I did. <laughs> it was my first one. I'm not, I was there. I, I mean, was there. I, saw I was there. I saw it all. I was in the room. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, but first one might have been my second one uh but there will be blood oh i mean it's great it looks great i would have probably picked jesse james though over there will be blood there will be blood i think um but i'm surprised that deacons didn't ride the train with the coens to get his win for this country yeah which makes you think he might have split the vote. But also, like, There Will Be Blood should have won director and the Cohen should have just won. Speaking of year. riding the train, the next year Slumdog Millionaire wins. Ugh, Anthony yeah. Dodd-Mandel, which is uh, fine. No. Um, ugly so, well, here's the thing. Other nominees. There's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, wow. Good. I didn't. Wow. That's way past yeah. its eligibility window. But okay, sure. I'm totally it, was a, it was a very weird writing vote. Yeah. Um, the good, The Dark Knight. Yeah, that should nice. have been the winner. Well, easily. The good, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Claudia Miranda. You yeah. know, if you don't like the movie, it looks great. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Movie. The uh the bad, the reader. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I Ooh. like I like the reader. No, the reader sucks. No, I like the reader. I like it more the than reader, Slumdog. Even bad. if you think it's even if you think it's fine, when you then realize it was shot by both Roger Deakins and Chris Mengis, you're like, yeah. oh, never mind. <laughs> I will And say, then the I, ugly oh, ooh. changeling Tom Stern. Oh, changeling! Okay, I actually kind of like changeling. You, yeah, I, everybody getting on me for the reader, and you like the fucking even, changeling. Not, it's not yeah. even that; it's that this emboldened Clint Eastwood to never let you see what was going on in a movie he ever made one, ever again. God damn it! I hate changelings. So even much. when he doesn't use Tom Stern anymore, he's just like, "Well, what if we couldn't see what was going on?" And someone goes, "Genius!" That movie is like eating cement. It's it's so directed by a guy who looks what? like he eats cement. Yeah, whatever. It's better than the reader. <laughs> no, I take I would take the reader. Changeling over, is over better than the mule. No, the mule. <laughs> a lot of things are better than the mule. I don't know. The mule's pretty, pretty. Cr- the the mu- mule is the movie where Clint Eastwood directed himself in a threesome multiple times in the film, too. By the way, not just I wonder once, how many takes he called I mean, for that. How many takes does it take to get? I know. I'm just. I'm not going to do those jokes. Um, how many takes does it take to get to? I the mean, we're already That's in it. Pop. Yeah. So I might as well say it. Uh, no, but I. I don't know. I, I. The mule is one of those movies you just sit back and you're like he's just going for it and it just is so absurdist it's very i mean listen warner brothers gave Zack snyder 70 million dollars to make fans happy so i yeah. guess they could give 30 million and to it make did a make old man happy a good amount of change for him and then everyone thought oh richard jewel will be the thing and they didn't make shit no nope. so <laughs> was not a, was not a jewel i will tell you that was one of those last press screenings that i saw and i was like oh you know what I, based richard off jewel? the the audience's reaction i was like oh i think this i think the, Clint might have another hit on his hands because the film's not half bad. And uh, and then it didn't do anything. And I'm like, well, I'm just flat wrong when it comes to this guy. All right. 2009. uh, Yes, Harry Potter was nominated Mm -hmm. in Half-Blood Prince. It lost badly. To the Hurt Locker? Uh, Avatar won. Oh, fuck. No, fuck. Yeah, I don't (laughs) know about that. Uh, The other nominees... The Hurt Locker, Barry Aykroyd, uh-uh. Inglorious Bastards, Robert Richardson, oh, yeah. Yeah. and The White Ribbon, Christian Berger. Oh, The White wow, Ribbon. Wow, and fucking Avatar one. Yeah. You know they, what? Should... They really went all in on that digital uh, cinematography. District 9 should have been nominated. Yeah, it should have. Yeah. And also, uh, nine. shout out to Up in the Air, because that cinematography. Up in the Air, where the wild things are. are. Yeah, Spike Jones never makes bad movie. 
Uh, that's on mm-hmm. record. He also almost never makes a movie. Is the problem? Hey, that's hey, that's fine. If I, if I'm only getting like, like a I'm movie every like... five or six, seven years from him, and it's an absolute masterpiece, then I don't have a problem with that. Fair. So, I mean, the guy's four for four. Ain't many yeah. people that are bad in a hundred. We don't count like skate videos or something. I don't count any of that crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> or his sterling supporting turn in the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. One of the best, like, happy surprises I've had in in all my time going to the I movies. hope that's his in-memoriam scene, is offering to blow uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's and how he Leonardo got his DiCaprio Oscar that year, right? Earnestly saying, <laughs> I would have said yes. I would have said <laughs> If I had known. Um, you know what? 2010 is a good year, too. Inception wins. Yeah, that's... Cool. Uh, what, is that Fister? Yeah, well, Fister wins. Yeah. The other nominees, there's, there's one bad one. Okay. Um, well, there's Black Swan. Matthew Liberty, great. Good. Yeah, yeah. say what you King want about Speech, the film, Danny, but, you know. King's Speech, Danny Cohen, yeah. completely unnecessary nomination. Yeah. Um, it's not even a bad-looking movie. It's just wholly unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Social Network, Jeff Grunwith, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and True Grit, Roger Deakins, fine. Yeah, True True Grit looks great. I love that movie. Um, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, True Grit didn't need to be there. King's Speech didn't need to be there. But of the two, if you had to pick one... True Grit gets the stay. I'm trying to think oh, of some of movies from that year that w- would have replaced. I mean, Blue Valentine would have been better. Yeah, but they would. Been... They, they, they never go that small. Joey, when you ever, when you ever saw Blue Valentine, did you ever like laugh and like uncomfortably at certain parts and think it's like, sure? I tell funny? the I tell the joke that she tells in the movie to this day. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's probably really bad. You don't remember the joke that Michelle Williams tells uh, Ryan Gosling in that movie? Which one is it? Just say it because it's it's going to be. She goes a. Uh, a kid and a child molester are walking through the forest, oh, and it's all dark, and uh, and the kid goes, oh, mister, I'm really scared. And the child molester goes, you think you're scared, kid? I'm the one who's going to walk out of here alone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, there's like a lot of stuff, like, but just between Gosling and, yeah. and Williams Gosling's- in that movie, there's little things in that just... I laugh like because like uncomfortable movies like stuff like uh, No Country for Old Men in a movie like that the movie's very serious and there's a lot of moments in that where I do laugh in it as well like the whole uh, gas station sequence I'm like on the floor and yeah. people around me were like you're a madman you know <laughs> and uh, but uh, no I'm trying I'm just trying to think of movies from this year uh t- I can't think of. It. I think maybe I mean, like other uh, other things that would have been nominated that year. Like, uh, uh, 127 hours wouldn't be, would have been a better one than Slumdog because it looks better than Slumdog. Um, that's fair. I mean, The Fighter is not a bad looking movie. Yeah, I do like yeah. The Fighter. Yeah, that is a, that is a very rewatchable movie. The Fighter. I mean, if you they never do it, but Toy Story three would be a great pick. Oh yeah, God, don't mention Toy Story three. Um, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna start crying. What else? I mean, The Town. Yeah. 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 Had only got Renner, right? It was only Renner. Only they got, got Renner. Renner. Yeah, they took a. They took a. They went one off. That was bullshit. That movie. Two movies, got more and then they, they, d- they dove in to Affleck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Dogtooth. They never would have done it. But. Anyway, yeah, no. But they they finally got on the Yurgo train a couple years ago. So yeah. All right, 2011. Hugo wins. Robert Richardson. Oh, this is such um, a bad win. This is such I a bad know. win. I like that movie. Wait, it for looks it. good. Wait for it. Just wait for it. I mean, Read the it. artist. Mm. No, wait, wait. Whatever. Wait for it. Dragon yeah. Tattoo. Jeff yeah, Cronenworth. Th- there it Fine. is. Fine. That's a gorgeous one. Um, some boring movie with dinosaurs that uh, Chivo shot. The Tree of Life. <laughs> and Warhorse, Janusz Kamenski. How the fuck? 
did that lose? Like Chivo should have won it. It's such regardless of what you think of the movie, Joey, it is a beautiful, beautiful film. And it like, would have been my number three in this category. It should have won. Like I love yeah, Bob Richardson. I, I, but it's, I'm kind of siding with Joey here. It's beautiful, woo. but some of his competition is pretty fierce. Uh, yeah. Dragon Tattoo I mean, that, though is oh what a beautiful movie. Oh, no. Beautiful in its ugliness. Um, <laughs> it's the feel yeah. bad movie of the year. So 2012. This one could be one of the better slates. Life of Pi wins. Claudia Miranda. I hate the movie, but it does look good. Anna Karenina, Seamus McGarvey, indifferent to the movie, also looks good. Django, Robert Richardson, surprised he didn't just win again. He should have won again. Um, yeah. Link, yeah, Lincoln, Janusz Kaminski, underrated cinematography. In that yeah, movie. it's yeah. Sure. I rewatched it recently, and while I still have a problem with the ending, uh, the movie looks great. And Skyfall, where we for a while oh, we thought it was going to be yeah. the Deacons. There it is. Sorry, sorry, Robert Richardson. No, that's the one Deacon should have won on easily. One of the best yeah. IMAX experiences of my life watching that. And we're in, in and we're in the era now where, except for one year coming up i'm sorry two years for the remaining ones we're gonna do deacons is in every category yeah of course he is because he's the fucking goat i i love i interviewed him once and it was fine but my favorite interaction with him is the year of prisoners which is the uh, next year that we're talking about Mm -hmm. i was at the party for prisoners no i'm sorry it was sicario so it was the year before it was this year i was talking i was at the party for sicario and i was talking to him and I explained, you know, what I do and where I write for and how, like, there's this portion of the internet that makes a big stink over the fact that you've never won an Oscar. And he smiled and was like, good, it gets me my next job. Keep going. <laughs> he, was, he was like, great, good. That's why they keep hiring me. Uh, I suggested it might have something to do with his talent. And then he left and, you know, went and drank more. Okay. Yeah. Uh Speaking of Deacons, he's in 2013 again. As I said, he loses again. Um, Gravity wins that year. I don't think we're going to have any major opposition to that. Wait. So it was, who was it? It was, uh, it was Chiva for Gravity. Yeah. I mean, it's a good, it's a a really good year. Gravity wins. Chiva won three in this decade, right? Yes. He wins three in a row. We're starting the three in a row. Um, This one's probably the best work of the three. Um, yeah, it's, it's real it's, close. So, it's this a revenant for me. So it's you know, so uh, we'll we'll talk about it in a second. I, I I wouldn't have picked it, but it's great. Uh, Grandmasters nominated. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Inside Lewin Davis, Bruno Delbanol. Fuck yeah, fuck that one. That one. That one hurts. might be my pick. That one hurts a little bit. Uh, Nebraska, Fade and Pop, Michael, really good. And prisoners, Roger Deakins. Like they were never gonna go for that win, but God, that movie is the another one. one like, the one oh, that I sh- know it looks so good. The one that should have been in there was her. Her, I, yeah. Totally yeah, I mean, her was the best cinematography of the year. Yeah, um, that or I mean, Wolf, that or Wolf of Wall Street, one of those two. I mean, I would have taken Wolf of Wall Street. I would have taken American Hustle. I would have taken mm-hmm. Walter Mitty that year. I would have taken. Oh yeah, that's um, right. You were a big Walter Twelve Mitty Years a fan. Slave didn't get nominated that year. Yeah, how the hell did the Best Picture winner? get it in this category like, i mean i mean ugh. it got sean bobbitt nominated this year so it worked yeah. out yeah especially because um, sean bobbitt is one of the most underrated cinematographers on the planet and it took him until this year to get in that is oh it's blowing my mind anyway sorry. uh place beyond the pine super underrated yep and i think also sean bobbitt 
I think you're right. Also, you have a massive hard on for Derek C. and Franz. Just pointing that uh, out. Academy Award nominee, Derek C. and Franz. <laughs> Very fair. You know what? Fair. He, fair. He got it. He finally I got, got it. it. He finally got it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So like, I I'm fine with with Chivo. I probably wouldn't have. So if I only had to give him one, it'll be Birdman, and you'll understand why in a minute because of the other nominees. Um, Dep- he wins. Depends. The other nominees: Grand Budapest Hotel, Robert Yeoman. Nope. I'm indifferent. I would have done that. Oh, I love that. No, yeah, I really like I that. Loved that. Yeah. I like it better than most Wes Andersons. I know you're Wes not Anderson a big movie. Wes Anderson fan, so that's no, that's. Yeah. Fair, I like him when he's animated, it, but it is beautiful cinematography. It's nice to look at. I, I yeah. prefer the Birdman one shot, you know, gimmick. Uh-huh. Uh, Ida looks good, but oh, you know, he does a beautiful I, looking film. Though I prefer yeah, Cole, Cole. I prefer Cole War though. Um, Mr. Turner, Dick Poop. I hate the movie, <laughs> but I can't take that movie good. seriously because that's where we got Dick Poop. I also I'm feel such like an I'm immature. Still watching... I'm so immature, but that's... I feel like I'm also still watching that movie. I f- yeah, it's, it's a long one for sure. I feel like that is without like, looking. How long the... do you think the movie is? Uh, it's like th- almost three hours. I think three twenty. Two hours thirty five minutes. Steve comes close. It's uh, it's two and a half on the dot. Oh wow, really? Like, I thought that was two three and a half hours. hour movie so that long you're for what that movie. How is. long was Peter Lou? Less, I th- no, no, I think Peter. I actually never watched Peter Lou because I think I saw how long it was and was like, I'm tapping out. I think it's three hours. Peter, I saw the Snyder cut version. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> the Mister Turner Snyder cut. It's four hour cut. <laughs> so I don't like Mike Lee as a general rule. I like and Mike Lee, but I think some of his stuff, the longer he is, the worse. Peter Lou is two hours and 34 minutes. Yeah, yeah no, like, no. I, I want Mike Lee to make like 90 minute improv comedies. Well, I like, want, something like, like his Happy Go Lucky, I think, totally works, but Mr. Yeah. Turner becomes too ostentatious. Or, I mean, Happy Go Lucky is also himself. almost two hours. So I. I What's the other he, one he did with another Leslie year. Maranville? It was another, another year. year. Yeah, that's about 129 yeah, that's, minutes. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, let's just see. What, now know. we're just going through it. Vera Drake. Let's see. Oh, God. This guy. <laughs> Topsy Turvy. Topsy Turvy. That's like three hours long. Um, yeah. Two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, Secrets Naked? and Lies. Naked. Secret, uh, Secrets and Lies is 222. Naked uh, is. Like 90 minutes. 131 minutes. This guy can't make a movie God, under two guy. hours. I, I like some of his movies, like they do fly by quick and then the others are. My. A my schlong. new dream in life is to become the head of a studio. Yeah. Like, I just want to, like, inherit not the the life of, but, like, the idea of, like, the Weinstein Company or Miramax. Just, like, uh, you know, one person's essentially in charge. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with a decent budget. Like, let's say Miramax at its heyday. And I want to give him, like, $50 million to make a movie. Like, something he's never had. But tell him it has to be 90 minutes. I don't think he's able to do that. I think that I know. would be impossible for that man to do that. I become Joey Scissorhands. I'll take the movie away from you. I don't care. <laughs> I'll get the guy who edited The Patriot from, from Miles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The undersecretary at my elementary school or whatever. Yeah, Mr. Phillips or whatever his name was. He wants a job? I, I love I, that Miles is sitting there going like, I could edit it. <laughs> like, you could hire me. No, I'll I'll reach out to my inexperienced fucking guidance counselor from whenever. Yeah, let me check in and see what he's up to. Yeah, I mean, you can assist him if you want. Oh, lucky me. And the other <laughs> nominee that year was Unbroken, Roger Deakins. Which, remember when That's we fine. all thought that was going to win everything? God, that movie sucks. I, I will I admit to being that. early on it not being good. Because I realized it was like vaguely a Christian movie. God damn it, I hate that movie so much. It's so long. 
so repetitive. It is, it is a poor man's bridge on the River Kwai. Like, oh, just directed by a very rich woman. Yeah, <laughs> who's about to be very, very richer in the coming. Why was she doing now? Well, it's because of all the stuff that came out about Brad Pitt and her. Their kids are testifying against him in the divorce, and oh. evidently they're dividing up because, like, Brad Pitt also makes has like a vineyard that makes like really high quality rosé, and so yeah, like he had a great so year giving, last year. He ain't he gonna have a good year this wine? year. Like, what's the issue? No, well, it's like they're. Uh, she's alleging that he uh, abused her and the kids, and the kids are testifying against him. So. Oh goody! Yeah, so Brad Pitt. Fun times. The, but also, it's a giant messy divorce, so it's it's you never know. I I don't know. It's, you got to take these things with a grain of salt. Yeah, sometimes. especially from a woman that you know had a relationship with her own brother. You know what I mean? So there you go. And 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 his father is John Voight. That's all you need mm. to say. So you mean Roe versus Wade star John Voight? <laughs> Your favorite movie of the year, John Voight. You know what I mean? I I I can't believe that I'm not the worst review I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually the best reviewer it's got. It's only you got and, two. You and I will have to talk about that off air because I have a question. I mean, about we're going to talk about on air in a minute. No, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. Well, well I'll, yeah, there's <laughs> something else I'll talk to you about later. Um, yes. So, yeah, shit year, I think, honestly. Um, 2014. So, Birdman <sighs> walks away with it. No, it's it's Budapest. I, I know you guys like Budapest, but other than that, it's it's not it's not great. They just, um, that one's yeah, like. Between it, the two. That feels like they just threw it to Deacons. They were like, yeah, sure, Deacons is around. Right? Mean, he made something this year, right? You know? I mean, they could have gone in a in a Fox spot, catcher. like in a, in a like. Uh, I mean, they could have gone Foxcatcher. They could have gone Whiplash. Gosh. They could have gone um, Interstellar. Hollywood. Interstellar. Interstellar would have made me very happy. They could have gone Selma. Yeah, oh, Selma would have been great. Um, that would have been great. I, I mean, Nightcrawler is Nightcrawler that year. Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Nightcrawler. Gone Girl. Gone Girl. I mean, I would have even taken like a Wild or something. Boyhood. I would have taken a boyhood. Yeah, yeah I said boyhood. Um, yeah. Inherent Vice, yeah. I don't like, but it's a deep I don't year. Like much. Yeah, deep year for deep snubs. year, and, and and yet this is what we got in the category. So yeah. I feel like All this right. category. I feel like this category has gotten better as time goes on. Maybe if I'm not yeah. mistaken, over well, the recent then, years, the recent years at least. So 2015, Chiva wins again. I also think he's the number five. Here we go. Wins for the Revenant for Revenant. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. you have Carol Ed Lockman. God, that's good. Beautiful. The Hateful Eight, Robert Richardson. Yeah, sure. Mad Max Fury Road, John Cena. That's your winner. Why that the hell should have been. That should have won. Yeah. Yep. Sicario, Roger Deakins. Oh, Sicario though. Sicario looks nice, but Mad Max is fucking. Oh. All five of those. Yeah, Joey's right. Revenant oh. is five. Revenant's five in that. Yeah. In a, in a, in a and that's a strong five. That is a strong set of yeah, five yeah. nominees. It's right a great there. year with five very different looking films. That's a pretty good oh. year. That's gonna be. I'm I'm looking ahead a little bit. It's not my favorite. It might be the best year. Next, the next year might might be my pick. Here we go. Twenty sixteen. Okay. La La Land wins. Linus okay. Sandgren. Other nominees: no. Arrival, Bradford Young. That's better nice. than La La Land. Lion, Greg Frazier. No, that's, <clears throat> it's the five, that's but the fifth. Yeah. Also, it it got Greg Frazier a nominee, yeah. so I'm happy about that. Uh-huh. Moonlight, James Laxon. That's the winner. Yeah. Um, noted. Tusk and Yoga Hoser cinematographer James Laxton mm-hmm. and Silence Rodrigo Prieto. I can't stand that movie, but it also looks great. I love that yeah. movie so much. Again, another movie I don't think I've ever finished watching. Not that I didn't finish watching it. I don't think it ever ended. No, it <laughs> ended and it's a beautiful movie. Uh, it's, it has one of the worst theater going experiences I ever had in my life. And, and uh, but are you, I, are you saying uh, 
a, a multiplex didn't enjoy an almost three hour meditation on religious fundamentalism? No, it wasn't that. It was that it was me in another. It was only two people in the audience. Do you it want was me to, only you? Do you, and want, you couldn't stand yourself? No, 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 no. Do you want me to tell this story on air or not? Because it, I it, mean, it's, we it's don't pre- know what you're about to say. So yeah, well, may, maybe we'll just edit it. Readers, <laughs> if you don't hear the rest of the story, um, Ryan <laughs> okay. exposed himself. Probably no, that's not true. No. So uh, when you go into theaters, obviously, uh, what theaters are, folks, are, are where we used to watch movies. It's a and, place where I go sit with other writers, and I don't pay, and they give me free food and beverages, and I watch a movie, and then write about it for money. I just I go. I just is. go. I just go get the the free movie. Uh, I'm not bougie like Joey and get all the uh, extra stuff. Um, he still but, uses movie pass. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I have good press <laughs> connections. It's just they don't pay me uh, for my opinions. Anyway, I mean now. Um, I mean now. I guess I pay myself. I guess. I guess so. But <laughs> anyway, guess, nobody but, pays me anyway. Exactly. No, I the the money just circles in a circle. Anyway, yeah. so I I went into like the last screening uh, for Silence because I really wanted to see it before the end of the you know before it left theaters, and it's one of those things where like. You buy a ticket, no one's in the theater, so you're like, cool, I'll pick wherever I want to sit. So I pick the aisle seat about halfway up, and I walk in, and I'm not paying attention because I'm like on my phone, or I'm just, and then I know the theater like mm-hmm. back of my hand. So far, I'm on the there. other person's side, but go on. And the person literally picked the seat right next to me. And when I looked what? up, I literally what? saw him. And so for a three hour movie meditation about. Uh, you know, <laughs> religion and all these different things, and it, it was the worst experience because also the man was extremely racist. Towards I was about the, to say, was the, it Paul Rubens? Did he? Yeah, did he it was. It was. Like, what happened? It was the guy kept yelling extremely anti-Asian epithets at the screen. But he paid the movie to see was, the movie. Yes, he did. And then at the end of the movie, when it was all done, and, and he did this throughout, and I just was like trying to zone him out because. Wait, and you don't you want to move, move your seat. What? No, I didn't because, like, by the time I had walked up there, I was literally about to go to the seat, and I looked, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And it's it's already too late then because then you're awkward the whole time. But if you're the only two people in the theater, I don't understand why he picked the seat next to me. There was an I don't entire, know why you didn't I do. move. I just you're not. I picked the, I picked my seat first. I have the right to that seat. He does not have the right to that seat next to me. He can go. Anywhere else, I Miles doesn't do this because in Florida they shoot you. There, <laughs> there are two guys in the theater thinking I've got a creep sitting next to me. No comment. Yep. By the end of it, he's the credits start rolling and he starts asking me about religion and talking to me about the movie. Mind you, this was a nine o'clock screening, so this movie got out at like one. So it's like it's because of previews and everything. So I'm like, I have, I have to. I ran out of the theater. I did not want to become this man's rug you know on the ground of his house it was the most like there's a lot of other details i could say how that would cancel hi stranger man, how do you how do you feel about religious sacrifice yeah he's like uh, you're catholic now. right and i'm just like uh that's deeply personal and also uh get the hell away from me anyway i've yet to see that movie ever since but i loved it regardless of you know the most insane creepy racist disgusting thing i've ever seen in my life sitting next to me so. I mean, I'd be happy to sub it and Lion out for for Jackie. Oh, the movie? Oh, I thought you yeah, were yeah. talking about cinematography like, wise. I thought you had like some experience with those movies, and I was like, wait, what's going on? No, I I go with other professionals <laughs> who respect the uh, the theatrical experience. Yeah. Uh. No. Yeah. Jackie is uh, a movie that has aged extremely well for me, and uh, I pray to God that. Uh, I mean, the, I would. I would. I would say Jackie. I would say Manchester by the Sea. Manchester, uh, Manchester I, by the Sea. 
I would uh, say Jackie, yes, Manchester, no. Oh, you uh, Hell or High Water, I would suggest as well. That's a good uh, one. Um, 20th Century Women. Is that the... No. I'm the thinking, Lobster. Is that 2049? Ooh, the Lobster. Here? Is that the Blade Runner 2049 year? That is not. No. Because you that, would have among the nominations. Yeah, sorry. Um, I could have pulled them up, but I, I don't have the time. I have patience. Um, but anyway... Yeah, there were there anyway. were other picks, but it is a very good year. It might actually be my pick for the best year we've done, even though that's not what they're asking. Um, no, but yeah, I think La La Land was the best of the five. No, it's Moonlight, so just fair enough. You can uh, twenty seventeen Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Roger Deakins finally wins. That's Woo! right. There it is. I forgot to. Sometimes I forget that he won for that one. That that's the one movie he won for. The I do no, remember it's one of two now. I know yeah. it's one of two, but like that broke the curse. You know, it's like yeah. weird but that you like you know what? It's not just like oh, they gave it to him. No, 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 that's no. a beautiful looking movie. No, I agree, but it's it is kind of weird that it's like a a sci fi sequel rather than like well, a prestige. Yeah, but it's you know, it's it's, it's, it's for weird. higher work, but it's good work. Yeah, it just it just feels like wow. Look at this man's you, career. Of in all your the mind, you want done. him to win for like the Coens or like yeah. something with people he's worked well, with before. Yeah, like you want. Yeah, it's it's kind of like if well, Sam he's Jackson. Well, a few with uh, with Denis Villeneuve at that point. No, yeah. that's fair. Or Shawshank twenty forty nine. Whenever they get around to that. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like if if Sam Jackson wins an Oscar, you want it to be with Tarantino, right? You know what I mean? It just, I, it's, I hope it's yeah, for Green but Book like too. it's like it, you want you want Leo to win an Oscar right? with Marty. You know, I mean, it's I, it's stuff I, like yeah, that. Yeah, but like, you know, it'd you be know, great, but it's not. Marty happen. won his Oscar for a movie that didn't have De Niro in it. Like you could, but it did have DiCaprio day. in it. So yeah. I'm sure he doesn't mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Samuel Jackson is going to win for Green Book Two. <laughs> oh, get out of here! Green Book Two. <laughs> he's like, I, he's like, we're I tricked you, motherfuckers. I got it. <laughs> we went south. Now we're going to the north. Uh, we're going to the Canada. I I don't know about you. I would pay good money to finance that movie. No, I, I, I've been saying that I, um, I told this to, uh, another person we were talking uh, recently. How dare I you would, speak to someone else? I, how dare I speak to other people? I'm sorry, Joey, but like, also we're no, the next into a podcast and we're still on the first question. So the next, uh, story. uh, Tarantino film, I want it to be a neo-noir film and I want Sam Jackson to be the lead and I want him to win the Oscar for that. I mean, he does claim he has a gangster movie still in him. Yeah. And I want Sam Jackson to be the lead and win his Oscar. Damn it. The man is I 72 someone- years old. He hasn't, been nom- say, yeah, see? he hasn't been nominated since Pulp Fiction. That is insane. Now, granted, he hasn't been in a lot, but he should have been nominated for Django. Or Big Game. Yeah. <laughs> or Snakes uh, on a Plane. Yeah. yeah. All right. Other nominees. Darkest Hour, Bruno Delvinal. I don't really get that nomination, but that's me. Mm. Uh, Dunkirk. I enjoy that nomination quite a bit. Hoyt Van Hoytema. Also made up for not getting in for her. Mm-hmm. Mudbound, Rachel Morrison. Love that Rachel Morrison's a nominee. Iffy on the movie. And Shape of Water, Dan Lawson. It looks fine. This oh no, I love Shape of Water. I mean, mean, if ever Miles would love a movie, it's the movie with the He doesn't love Manchester, but he loves about the fish fucking. I mean so Manchester is the most depressing fucking stupid movie I've ever seen. Shape of Water. It's the most uplifting film. It's beautiful. There is nothing uplifting about Manchester. It's deeply this is a whole this is a whole thing. I hate it. Miles Miles got lifted by the by the fish. Yeah. He got lifted by a lot of that fish. Other things that could have been nominated. Lady Bird, Phantom Thread. To get out, get out. Get out was not nominated, but could have. Yeah, how how did Phantom Thread not get in? They love PT. the uh, one. What? The one of the notable misses was Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Go back a couple years happening. ago. Why didn't the Master get in? 
you know. Well, they we just because they ignored it everywhere except in the bull- acting categories. Fucking bullshit. Um, I Tanya was a snub. Mm. It was it though. Yes. Was it though? Florida Project was a snub. Yeah, that's a snub. So, but Logan, too, I would argue Logan was even a snub. Also, like uh, our, our definitions of snubs have really, really stretched the well, limits. Well, things of I like. Years. Whatever. Yeah. Um, 2018, Roma, Alfonso Coron wins for shooting his own movie. Um, yeah, what a stretch. I mean, again. <laughs> I know, I'm just messing. I'm just, again, he's one of the best I, directors. It's a beautiful today. looking movie. It bored me to tears, but. Yes. <sighs> oh, guys. Don't it, is, it is the poster child for appreciate more than like. Uh, Cold War. Beautiful. Lucas movie. Al. Beautifully uh, shot. See, that's a movie that would have been in the exact same boat with Roma for me, except Cold War is like 90 minutes long. Told its story and got out. 88 minutes. Mm, it's a beautiful movie. It was one of those big surprises that year for me. Yeah. I, the, I saw them, I think, almost back to back. Not like the same day, but yeah. pretty close in MYFF. Uh, the favorite, I one Robbie of Ryan. Yeah. Uh, the favorite, Robbie Ryan. Yeah. Never Look Away, Caleb Deschanel, which nobody saw. Never Look Away. Which one is that? The German movie that I believe uh, was it Florian Henkel von Donners. Yep, Florian Henkel von Donnersmark. Oh, sure. The Lives of Others Own. Yeah. And The Invasion and The Tourist. And The Tourist. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I totally forgot about that movie. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a guy. Um, And then A Star is Born, Matthew Libatique. Which is a pretty good nomination. Wait, what was if, the what was the third one they got in the there? Favorite, the favorite. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Black Klansman. Yep, Black Klansman. Um, the writer um, that never got in there. Leave no trace. Um, the, the first reformed. Um, first man. Widows. Black Panther. Um, Black Panther. Oh sure, yeah. I'd yeah. even say Vice. I know people are very mixed yeah, on that. Yeah, the movie, movie does look really good. The The movie's shit, but it looks really good. Um, something like... That one of Buster Scruggs. I, I'm going to say one that's crazy, and it's and I know, Joey, you're not uh, going to be... I mean, there's two that you're missing. But, um, Isle of Dogs was a movie that I thought had amazing yeah. cinematography for an animated I'll, film. And I know you I'm like his throw, animated stuff more than yeah. his uh, live action stuff. So I'll throw two more, if Beale Street could talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, the one that I'm sure some readers are shouting about, even though it probably wasn't close. Um, if we're being real, First Man was probably number six. Yeah. Um, Spider Verse. No. Oh, absolutely. No. No. It wasn't close, but if there was probably yeah, awesome. one of the most a fan o- vote, one of the most overrated animated films of the last. Oh, year. get out! Get out! You no, get out we, right no, now. No, Get Out was the year before. Ah, that's funny. See, I I, I knew to make it the last one of that category. (laughs) Here, and quickly, last year, we all remember last year, 1917, Roger Deakins, no major opposition, even if it's not my favorite. I totally don't remember who won last year. Roger Deakins, 1917. (laughs) I know, I just know. Irishman, Rodrigo Prieto, would have been cool. Yeah, that's really good. Joker, whatever. But Lawrence Shear, I I appreciate it. I'll say that it is a beautiful looking film. Even though it's uh, I mean, c- clearly copying the other Martin Scorsese movies that we've seen yeah. in the past, it was it was a very it was really great when uh, I can when three other filmmakers, other cinematographers did it the first time. Yeah. Uh, the Lighthouse. And That's a once cool one time nomination. I, I appreciate yeah. that one. Yeah. So wait, Parasite didn't get in here. No. Well, then that's just stupid. We should just get rid so, of this. So uh, now women, that we've so forty five minutes into asking the question, which of the winners was your favorite? Which my winners uh, Blade are the Runner favorite? 2049 for me. 
That's one of my favorite movies from a visual standpoint. All right. I'm gonna so go from Crouching Tiger to 1917. Oh, this is tough. Um, I'm, I guess I know it's a very basic answer, but it is one of the most beautiful looking films I've ever seen. It's such an important film for me, and that would be There Will Be Blood. So I'm going to go with that. That or, Incep- right. that or Inception, actually. Inception's a really good right. Fister's work is is not. Yeah. Steve? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go La La Land. Did, cool. Dun- did Dunkirk not get nominated for cinematography? It, it did. Nominated. It lost, it didn't lost it the did. Blade Runner. It lost the Blade Runner? Yeah. Man, All that's right. a real Sophie's Choice thing here, too. Because we didn't spend enough time talking to Matthew. He has a second question. Um, he says I've been seeing yeah he says I've been seeing the father pop up on Twitter recently and was wondering if you guys are predicting an upset in any categories particularly adapted screenplay and lead actor or are you going to wait and see what happens at SAG and BAFTA oh god do we really want to talk about lead actors considering the fact that if you talk about it you sound like a complete asshole (laughs) I mean the answer is I don't think he's going to lose and I think if he uh, if if Chadwick Boseman was going to lose I think he's going to lose to Riz Ahmed but he's not going to lose I'd agree with that I'd agree with that really yeah, I think it's going to be closer to a, if it was going to happen in the same way that like with Olivia Coleman, it was more like, well, as opposed uh, to. I, I think I think that the father's stronger than Sound of Metal, but that's just me because it is gaining a lot of steam. The father is likely to get shut out. Sound of Metal could win two Oscars. Well, it's just going to win sound, right? Because I win, mean, it could it's, win editing also. It could win, but it, it I don't the think. The father would have to win production design in an upset. I think it. Oh man, the production design. It's not for that going to. Great. It's not going to. But damn, it should. The, no, you know the nomination I mean? was its reward. Though. Yeah. Um. And a great and one of their most inspired nominations, I will say. I will say. Uh, um. I was speaking with uh Mr. Neglia from Nest Best Picture this uh, past couple weeks. Um, and he made a good point, and I agree with him that if BAFTA does swing an adapted screenplay over to the father, that's where. Um, you could see an upset there at the Oscar. Um, Maybe, you know, but I, 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 mean, I don't think that I don't, I would need but, more evidence that they're not just in a no man land mood. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm at this point, Joey, and we haven't talked in a while and the listeners haven't heard me in a while, but um, I think I'm really on the train of man. I could see no man land doing something we haven't seen in a long time and something more than four Oscars. I think it could really win yeah. all six. I mean, at the moment, I think it's going to only lose. You think it's only going to lose actress, but even if like, no, it's going to lose editing too. I think, but like we could talk about, you know, yeah, it could lose editing. Well, we'll see what happens. Like, well, Ace, Ace will will clear it up. And then of course, SAG will a little bit clear it up. It won't clear it up all the way. Well, no, SAG, Uh SAG will will mean, well, here, let's talk about SAG for a minute since we're doing that. SAG is on Sunday. Um, I'm going to have a piece up tomorrow friday that we'll ha- talk about it i think there already have been a sag specific piece on the site uh, they're not going to be that important this year no um no and that's why people need useless. to get over they, you know people people are so investing themselves right into trying to build narratives they're, they're only the, useful this year at, in like you're like you're talking about narratives there is no narrative that they no, can there is swing. nobody's narrative nobody has a narrative. they they will give carrie mulligan breathing room if she wins because Again, if 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 Carrie Mulligan was in Suffragette, let's say, not Promising a Woman, woman. <laughs> everyone would be like, oh, she's winning and whatever. I guess good good for Carrie Mulligan getting an it's Oscar. It's like a period whatever. piece. Yeah, it's because she's in a cool movie that the vast majority of people love or at least are, you know, the find it fun that it's in the in the nominations yeah. and the way it is. Yeah. You get that paranoia of like, oh, they're not going to do it yeah. when 
almost all evidence suggests that they are, and then supporting actress because it's a mess. Well, my That's the-, the only place you want to look for anything. My theory about SAG has been that why I think McDormand's going to win and everyone's sort of, and then they hear my theory, which is all these award shows, Nomadland has not gone home empty handed. It has yeah. at least watched won something. Yeah, and, but also SAG made a decision not to go in. No, I understand, I understand that, but that is the one place to give it something. And it is clearly throughout the industry more loved. Sorry, yeah. people out there. But than Promising Young Woman. Is, and so, I think this branch is just also, you know, a little off kilter at they, the moment. I mean, they could just. I mean, they, they nominated chaos. the ensemble of the mm. Five Bloods, but not, Delroy. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so they, I don't think you can go to, you can necessarily say what one nomination does for another. No, I, I think. I get you. But I, think um, it, but I think you, I think be, you either go very safe and you say trial and your four front runners and call it a day. Or you go Minari and your forefronters, or you just go wild and you say, like, oh, Hopkins or, or Riz is going to win. And, you know, someone's going to win actress. That's probably Francis would be your pick in that case. And, and supporting actress is going to be weird and supporting actor is going to be Leto or some nonsense. Like, you know, there, but I think you, you probably just got to go safe because they're not really important in this sense. I don't think anything they do is going to change an Oscar vote right now. No, but I, I do think they're going to confirm is been, probably your supporting actress. It has been absolutely hysterical watching. And Joey, I know you're a big fan of the film, but I'm not including you in this. So it has been absolutely hysterical to watch the promising young woman fan base turn into the Joker fan base really quickly overnight. Um, not necessarily I mean, I about the subject, of it, but the veracity <laughs> in which they have been throughout this season. Because like literally Andre Day wins the Golden Globe. And they're going, oh, isn't that nice for her? Well, anyway, Carrie's going to totally sweep everything else. And then she doesn't get nominated for BAFTA. And then if she loses this, if she loses SAG, all she has is Critics' Choice. Well, and, they, so yeah, and, we played we played this scenario, but we can do it. So yeah, there's there's I mean, it's hysterical. The overreaction is is when, weird, but the context matters. So yeah. obviously, with with BAFTA, you know, twelve people decide on those categories. True. So you you kind of have to not care. You just have to not pay attention to BAFTA in those categories this year is the thing, which is not what we're trained to do. But let's say, let's say in that scenario, she only has critics' choice, right? Mm-hmm. Frances McDormand would only have, let's say, oh, BAFTA. Well, she could is, have BAFTA and SAG. That's I very plausible. Think she, I think, I think, yeah, maybe. But you could also say that SAG would go like Viola Davis or something just a little odd. Yeah, or Kirby. Um, you know, which I don't Kirby's think is not likely. It's not likely, but I think here, I'll, give you, out, I'll give you, I'll give you the things to the wind. But like Kirby and McDormand are the only ones that could walk into Oscar night with BAFTA and SAG. Yeah. So I'll, and, and unless if, if Francis McDormand won both, then it would be very interesting because mm-hmm. you'd have your, do you give a third or do you give your first to someone like right as they're leaving the period in which Oscar lusts after them? Right. Now, the other thing you can do, if you want to have complete chaos, Andrew Day goes in with Golden Globe. She's not winning. Unless they're just really weird. Um, nothing against her. Yeah. A little something against the movie. Um, Carrie Mulligan goes in with the majority of critics' prizes and critics' choice. She's clearly the critics' pick. Mm-hmm. Does that usually translate? Not really. Sometimes, not really. There mm-hmm. are times where it does. It's not usually what you want to predict. There's a lot of cases to be made against it, more than yeah. for it. Now, the, the, the quirk of the matter would be you'd have Viola Davis going in with probably nothing. Yeah. So you, you count And her out. she wouldn't be nominated for Best Picture 
to go yeah. along with day. Clearly, it's not a movie Kirby. that they care yeah. that much. Exactly. So the flip flop would be Francis McDormand wins um, SAG, and Baptist just Kirby goes to whoever. Or it could go to whoever Kirby. at that yeah. point. So in that mm. case, everyone walks in with something. Nobody walks in with enough to say with any confidence they're the winner. And we have that's a where great award. Well, that's where you. That's where mm. you look at. Probably not Vanessa Kirby because they clearly were largely indifferent to the movie. Well, she's the only nominee for her exactly. film. They were as almost well like, as yeah. Uh, Andrew Day has a song, I think, right? Or did they did they miss? Um, Irrelevant. They're not fun. They're not wild about that movie. Well, um, Andre Day and Vanessa Kirby are the only nominations for their film. Yeah, so, so you can probably count so, them out. And it, look, if Glenn Close, who is beloved by a lot of people in the industry and has been nominated a million times, couldn't do it for the wife, what makes you think that these first-time nominees are going to do it? Exactly. Well, um, I mean, you, you could argue that Vanessa Kirby has the like young attractive factor. Yeah, I guess so. But like, their, it fits into the very yeah. narrow spectrum of like, First time or second time, we go wild for you. Like it happens once in a while. I wouldn't predict it. I wouldn't even suggest no, anyone consider no, it, it. They are, and then obviously you, you know, have Viola Davis, who they didn't like the movie as much as you thought they did. They, even though it could movie, still win the most Oscars on Oscar night, there's could, a world where that happens. It could, but it's also. I mean, let's just let's just say it. the The movie is Chad a Chadwick vehicle at this point. Chadwick, and they like the text. Yeah, that's it. I mean, they they. She was could, almost it, a coattail nomination. It could have been in nine or a, it definitely in a year of 10. It would have probably been in, I guess you could say, but we don't know that because we're not. I mean, I don't even know 10. if that would have been the case. Mandatory yeah. 10. I bet you you get maybe you one night in Miami and then you get what you, you get. So here's what you do. You get either. I think one of the 10 is sold then is what I'm going to say, because when Ooh, mandatory really? 10. So when you're forced to pick 10 movies. You, it seems like they go animated. Now, granted, both animated movies those years were great, but yeah. I feel like when you expand past what you're comfortable doing, people go, "Eh, fuck it," and they but throw. Didn't those animated in. films get one of at least get into screenplay? If I'm not they mistaken. did, and that so, partly tied into, yeah. I think them also doing so, that. I think it would have. I think, I think you, it would have been like another round, and maybe one night in Miami, or hell, even Borat. You know, could have. I think those make oh, as much sense. But I think when you tell people who are used to picking five to pick ten, yeah, it's... they get they get fun with their with at least one or yeah. two of their picks. They get they a little go, they get a little cute. You know yeah. I mean? So whatever. In that scenario where everyone goes in with one thing, yeah. then yeah, you have a you have a you have a nice close race between Carrie Mulligan and Francis McDormand. But mm. other than that, you, you I trust but verify. Like I need evidence that's not going to be her. But I I will go back to Matt's question just real quick, Joey. Yeah, uh, and then we can probably get Miles and Steve to come in here on this. But um, is that there has been all this discourse over the last couple of days, leading up to us recording this of, of about Bozeman and and you know because people are finally catching up to the father and are yeah. able to finally see it, which is great. And uh, I've been saying for months how Anthony Hopkins gives, in my opinion, the best lead actor performance, not only of just this year but of of his career in my opinion, in, in, uh, in the father, I think he's phenomenal. It's, it's one of those just bone chilling performances. Every time I see it, it's, it's, there's so much layers to it. And look, I, I, I love Chadwick Boseman. I think he was a great actor and, and it's, it's a tragedy what happened to him, but I think we are, we are really projecting. Like I've heard, I've seen some people sort of project him as this, uh, once in a generation talent or one of the greats actors, uh, you know, that was living or all this stuff and different stuff or, you know, he's definitely a lost gym, but he's not, a, I don't think he 
has show, had shown yet. Maybe this was the performance for some that showed that he was a generational talent, but up to that point he hadn't. And so um, I do think that it, it is okay to say that, you know, we will never know what a regular year would look like if he was alive. We won't know if, if it would still go to him or if it would go to Hopkins or if Netflix would switch the, the money back over to Delroy and that Marini wouldn't have gotten in or whatever it would have been. All we know is this. Two, I think two things can be true. One is that my favorite performance and one of the best performances I've ever seen in my life is Anthony Hopkins and Chadwick Boseman is winning the Oscar and it's been pretty sewn up since the moment really the movie was announced or since his passing and everything. And I don't I, personally for me in a lineup, he would be the fifth spot. He would be the one I would replace, but it's also been just a giant year of spectacular manly performances. It is still a great lineup of five. It's one that's real celebrate. I know everybody wants to shit all over Mank and shit all over Oldman, but his performance in there is very good. It's the best nominated performance. I think of his career. Two. So, you know, I'll, there's I'll, a lot. I'll sort of say that most of this is the fact that we still have four weeks to go and people are bored. Well, also, I think it's people finally catching up on this movie and realizing, oh, shit, this is a really good movie. But if yeah, you but watch it's also vote, a conversation on Twitter and yeah. the Academy's already well, seen it and had their say. Well, so. the voting's going to I mean, it's already done. I mean, they can just yeah, nobody 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 is going to first discover the movie. Post well, I don't even. I don't even think people. It's going to be one of those situations where I don't even think people need to even see Marini's Black Bottom. They're just going to give it to him anyway. And it's just and, it, and 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 that's a sad thing to say, but it's also it's it's the truth. Like that's why none of the other actors are really campaigning for themselves to the point in which they would in years past because it's like guys, we know we're we're going to bleed money for no reason into a campaign that's hey, clearly hey, going to this guy. They are all welcome to bleed money into awards <laughs> radar. Yeah, I mean, they can bleed into our way. Yeah, but like when they're doing interviews and stuff, it's clear that, you know, they're talking about their films rather than them talk about their individual performance. Does that make sense? Fair enough. Yeah, sure. Here, let's uh, let's hit the other question and then we'll we'll open up to some other stuff. Uh, Ryan McDermott says Filmaholic face off recent films nominated for PGA, but not best picture ties into what we were talking about a minute ago. (laughs) Ma Rainey or One Night in Miami? Ma, Ma Rainey. I lost my voice oh. being so quiet. I was about to say puberty hit you like a ton of bricks there. Oh, <laughs> I'm going through changes. It sounded like you were calling for your mom. <laughs> changes. All right. Steve um, says, says, says what he says. One night in Miami. Miles. Uh, I'd say definitely one night in Miami out of the two play movies. Uh, this well, not the only two, but between those two, One Night Miami felt more like a film to me, whereas Ma Rainey feels a lot like you're watching a stage version, kind of like Fences did. I'm exactly the um, opposite feel on that. I think that's why I have issues with One Night. It just I think never both, broke out of the stage. I think they both mostly break out of the stage, but for different reasons. I think Ma Rainey has a lot of interesting cinematography to it, and that helps because a lot of times film play style movies aren't the most interestingly shot. I just think like the lighting and there was enough there that I never felt like. And one night in Miami, I think just because it was such an interesting conversation and, and there was a liveliness to it, it just didn't, it didn't strike me as like, I'm watching a play, even though it is much more play like in its setup, but you could, you could, you know, do it almost like Hamilton style and not have anyone notice. I, I like one night in Miami just ever so slightly better, but they're both pretty good to very good. Uh, next one is 
Borat subsequent movie film or Crazy Rich Asians? You want oh, to do the same order? Shit. Crazy uh, Rich def- Asians. Yeah, definitely Crazy Rich Asians for me. I do like Borat, though. But, yeah. See, yeah, Crazy Rich. I've seen uh, Crazy Borat. Rich Asians way too many times during this. Quarter. Borat for me. I, I Crazy Rich Asians is fine. <sighs> Borat is, is also, like, slightly better than fine. Like, it's good. Neither, both, neither, both, neither of my favorites. They're both good. They're both they're both good at what they do. But I would rather watch. I I think rewatchability is what I lean towards with Crazy Rich Asians as opposed to like Borat. It's like I got all the jokes. I don't need to see this again. Fair. Uh, knives Out or A Quiet Place. <laughs> knives Out. Deep. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's Knives Out. They're both great, but Knives Out. For sure. Yeah. It's a tough one. Um. I'll go a quiet place. I'll go a quiet place as well. It's not super close. I uh, up until I gotta tell you, up until the ending, like the last act, I I would have been thumbs down on Knives Out. I wasn't loving wow. it until the third act. It it yeah. once it came together, I liked and I was like, okay, this is clever. Yeah. But well, that's your, I that's your opinion, man. I definitely I, I was with it the whole way through. Yeah, I I just I I recall distinctly um, my now former friend and I. She was with me at, at this screening. I just recall like sort of slinking lower and lower in my chair, which is usually the sign of like, oh, he's not enjoying it. Um, and at one point leaning over and being like, am I nuts? And she, I think she was on your side. I think she was close to like, yeah, I, I like it. But I just I had that feeling of like, oh, God, I'm going to be the only one who doesn't like this movie. And then it, it fixed itself. But I was I was I was almost dreading more the reaction than the experience. I just really um, want that quiet place too. Damn it! Like the fact that some people have seen. It I missed. I missed the press screening by two days. Ugh. My birthday was the thirteenth of March. The shutdown started on the fourteenth. The sixteenth was meant to be the press screening. God, when they shut all those down, I was just like so sad. I was like, I mean, I, w- I was happy in the sense of I didn't want to die. Of yeah, I don't want to die of coronavirus. And I mean, honestly, yeah, but it's just like, I mean, fully vaxxed now, so I, yeah, let's go I mean, have like an yeah, orgy in the movie theater. But a, you're still here, so. Right yeah, can, I have, yeah. can I have my screeners back though, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no I don't like, need wait, the general public watch movies. Well, also too, like we don't need the general public in there. Just, just have the critics. Like, who cares about the general public? Just you, you and that one. You heard it from Ryan. Oh, boy, dirty. I don't, I don't care about the general public in general when it goes to those things. Like they, some of those people, like they don't deserve to be in there. Come on now. No, 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 no. That is the one time where I get to be a little bit of. Yeah, I get to be a little bit of privileged and go. Some of those people that go to those free screenings, uh, they've been sitting out there for four or five hours, and uh, I've heard conversations in those, and it's it's not great. Yeah, you heard it from Ryan. They smell. <laughs> Ryan you're not, hates you're the not, average Joe. You're you're yeah. not wrong, and some of them have terrible choice. Like Ryan, oh he was sitting outside because he's Greg Abbott. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Couldn't, couldn't resist the level up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Molly's game or I Tanya. I Tanya. I Tanya, by far. Molly's game. I'm waiting for him to shit on I Tanya. No, I'm not. No, no. All right. I mean, I Tanya by a lot for me also, but I do really like Molly's game. Yeah, I rewatched it during the pandemic, and I'm a sucker for po- I'm a it's sucker a for poker long. movies, and 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 uh, I think you really buy into that movie if you like the part bench scene between costner and her and i really like yes, the scene so i do i do as well yeah so i you know, I, I just I love like, costner in general so it's i it's, like i like sorkin writing uh like sort of an asshole gonna solve everyone's problems scene yeah and Idris elba like 
very underrated in that movie too. People don't yeah. give him enough credit. I I remember my year in advance predictions. I had both of them getting nominated, and just watching them slowly move down my rankings throughout the year was depressing. Because once I saw it, I was like, I mean, maybe not what I expected it it to be, but like both should be in. Like, no, wasn't to be. Wonder Woman or Deadpool? Deadpool, because it's a good movie. Uh, it's kind of close for me. I don't know. Um, cause I like Deadpool, but I don't love it. I think I'm probably gonna go with Wonder Woman, even though it totally falls apart in the third act. I think it's still, I don't know. It feels more inspiring to me. Deadpool feels kind of cynical at times. Um, I'll go Wonder Woman. What I mean, Deadpool I think- by a lot. Yeah, like I had your same reaction, only the inverse, Joe, when when I watched Wonder Woman. I liked the first two thirds, and then like the last third of that movie, I just sort of was like, oh, God, what am I doing here? Like, yeah, I mean, just, I, I honestly. Such a dread I, I, so I, I saw Wonder Woman a little later than the average. I think I missed the, the press screening or something like that, so I caught up with it. So didn't do itself any favors, having been hyped as like, it should be a Best Picture nominee, and it's the best superhero movie ever. Um, you know, every 30 seconds hearing from Karen, how great it was. Um, it's, it's good. It's a, it's a good movie. Like the no man's land scene is great. Um, the rest of it depends mostly fine to good. The third act gets rougher and rougher and then becomes garbage. You know what I need? Um, two more hours of it. I really need the four hour Wonder Woman cut. Let's do it. I, I mean, I need the edit where they have a different ending. <laughs> um, yeah, like a whole new third act? Uh, yeah. Get a new I mean, villain, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even um, though, shout out, David Thewlis. Uh, not in that mustache. Uh, not with that mustache, but like uh, as an actor. And then, he, and then he has, even when the flashbacks to him as God of War, he still has the spindly little mustache. <laughs> they, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in the Snyder Cut? Yeah. Well, in both. In Wonder Woman itself. <laughs> in the Snyder Cut, he yeah. looks... He looks I was like, oh like, my God. He's got tiny David Thula's head on this massively jacked body. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. I remember watching the movie. I was like, oh my God, I forgot about David Thulis. Oh my God, how much did they pay him to do this? <laughs> like, yeah. um, love Deadpool, though. Yeah. Love Deadpool. Made my top ten that year. First one's great. I like the second one. I too. like the second one a lot too. Yeah. Second one has a fantastic post credit scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um and the Cannibal. last one and the last one, the big sick or ex machina, I will save you the not shock at all. It's the big sick by a ton. I'm not wild about ex machina. Oh, see I would say ex machina all the way for that one. I like ex machina, I just it's unspectacular to me. Oh, see, no, that's one of my favorites of recent years. Um, you would. I know that he's I he's would. a he's a good friend of yours, uh, Joey. Um, but I think the big seek, uh, the big seek, the big seek. Wow! Jeez. Whoa! Oh, Whoa. What? what? Hold on! What? Well, I just messed up. I Two hundred dollars, and I cut that out. Um, Two hundred dollars. The big sick has a problem, and it is its lead. I was about to, you, you know I'm friendly with both of the leads, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, it's choose the, carefully. Yes, it is the that in is my the defense. Problem. Did not know Kumail when I when I saw the film, but but I, I love the writing of the film and everything. I just think that Kumail is the problem. I in the film. I, I think he's a much better writer than an actor, but yes. I, I enjoy him as an actor. But, I, I would also say that he's 
the fourth best of the four. But Ex Machina is another film too where I'm like, I liked it at first, but every time I've watched it, I've gone back to it and, and it's not improved. It's actually lessened. So I think I'm going to go with the big sick, even though right. I'm. We got there. So yeah, Just, uh, I'm going yeah. the big sick as well. That's a, it's a, it's tough. It's a, it's really that one's all right. Uh, now that what we a spent bummer, uh, what a bummer <laughs> over seventy minutes on on things involving questions. Let's talk about things people have watched. Um, by the time this will go up, um, the world will have started to watch Godzilla vs Kong. The first three episodes of Invincible will be up. Um, two episodes of the two episodes Falcon, of Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. And all of season two of Solar Opposites, just off the top of my head. So I've seen some or all of all of that. And between you guys, you've all seen at least part of most of it. So um, quickly, we'll do Invincible. Um, I know Steve and Miles have seen episode one, right? Yeah. All right. I've seen I've seen the first two. Um, I like it quite a bit. It's very. It feels long. I feel like there, there's the episodes could be a little shorter, but I, I very much enjoy the world that they're building. How it's kind of funny, but also not like it's finding an interesting tone. The um, post credit scene in episode one, which is almost like a mini episode, is uh, generally genuinely surprising. If you didn't read the comic, I guess I'm sure if you read it, you're aware. Um, and and I'm I'm keen to see how that goes, even though I I'm pretty sure I know how it's going to go. Miles? Yeah, I only saw the first episode so far, and it's I'm enjoying it. It's I would say the tone is probably the hang-up I have with it so far, because it very much replicates the visuals of, like, you know, your early 2000s-era Justice League, or one of your, um, you know... It's almost anime-ish. The animated sort of um, DC-type films. It's it's get... And a lot of it kind of plays that straight, which works both kind of for and against it, because I feel like when it does something kind of over the top and ridiculous or when it does something incredibly like graphically violent, it almost took me out of it because mm. I wasn't quite in that mindset. Um, so like after, like you said, the sort of mid credit scene of the first episode, I'm kind of like, all right, that was a bit more intense than I was sort of ready for. So I haven't come back to it just yet, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Fair. Steve. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I don't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it going in, and uh, I'm looking forward to watching it unfold and just kind of being oblivious. Uh, I, you know, some of the more shocking moments. Uh, I knew that there was that element to it. I didn't know exactly what it was. Just was warned. You know, this is not for kids. Um, and I quite enjoyed it. I thought it'd just be I... a little, you know over the top and 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 take me out of it, like like uh, Miles had said. But I kind of. Uh, Kind of liked it, maybe too much. A little guilty play. I enjoy, I enjoy how sort of tongue in cheek it is about the characters being just like clear ripoffs of of superheroes, you know. Um, like I, I love that they, they, you know, it's like obviously Omni Man and stuff like that, and, and Adam Eve are kind of original feeling characters, but you know, what was uh, is is it? dark wing is the batman it's like just like right. you know um red flash is that another one there's red red rush r- yeah. red rush, no, red rush. Um, i like red the rush. fish man who's like their aquaman he's pretty yeah <laughs> war it was war woman instead of uh instead of uh wonder woman 
and uh it, he pops up i think in the second episode i don't yeah yeah um it's not a spoilery character but there's essentially a, a hellboy and oh, he's cool. da- he's damien dark side okay. and he's like a private eye because he has like a like a trench coat and stuff on so i just like the fact that just like yeah sure maybe hellboy would be like a demon detective sure yeah um it's fun i it could it could get to be too much eventually but so far i would say great um speaking of fun solar opposites um if you if you want slightly less nihilism than rick and morty here's solar opposites i i personally prefer rick and morty but solar opposites is interesting in that it's it's about 30 minutes long and there's not more than about 15 seconds between jokes like they don't let you linger on a joke that doesn't work and i kind of appreciate that like you're gonna laugh at something damn it yeah uh, yeah, I binged through this one uh, earlier in the weekend. I probably like the first season a little bit better on balance, but both are pretty good. Uh, in both cases, the best part of the whole show is this subplot sort of the wall. behind the wall. Exactly. Fair. Um, I just I, I right before it started, I had come across the Vat of Acid episode of Rick and oh, Morty, Rick which and Morty, sure, which I love, which it, it, it contains maybe the darkest joke that show's ever done which is saying something because they only do dark jokes so it is interesting to see like one step removed from that as a series right so i'm i'm in i'm into it i'm into both um i think solar opposites has done a good job of differentiating itself just enough that it doesn't feel like you know diet rick and morty it yeah. feels like its own thing for sure um we're going to talk falcon the winter soldier in a minute because i think we're going to have a disagreement oh um but i will briefly bring up godzilla versus Kong. oh here we go um yeah so if you like titans fighting cool if you enjoy any semblance of humans or character development not so much but here's here's the thing i don't think anyone's surprised by that it was a problem in godzilla it was a much bigger problem in godzilla king of the monsters oh my god that movie is awful yeah uh, this is <laughs> this is better than king of the monsters it's about Skull Island level, I would say. Which is I would say out of the three, Skull Island's the only good one. See, I, I think Godzilla is my favorite of the first, of them because I kind of like the like serious, like let's almost pretend this was real, um, Ooh. element of that. It's so yeah. I, I, yeah, it's, yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson's so bad in that. Movie. Well, again, again, the humans are not good, but I, I, I kind mean, of like the like. I mean, the guy, Nolan, the guy. What if Nolan made Godzilla? Yeah, I mean, the guy's yeah. is very cute to look at, Miles. I mean, just... Yeah, but that's not enough. That. It's a boring character. It's boring characterization. They yeah. had Brian Cranston, then they let him go like fools. Yeah, so they had Julia so Binoche, the, too. And they yeah, let yeah, her go like about, fools. About, what, ten minutes? Well, like so here's the big minutes. problem with Godzilla versus Kong. Besides that the humans suck. Because they do. Like, it's so bad. Um, it's not that they cherry-pick what they like from the, from the franchise, because you would expect them to do that and, you know, avoid some of the stuff from King of the Monsters that they just didn't like. There's it, it feels like there's movies missing. Like there's. I, I mean, like they needed more setup to get to this point. They skip over so much setup. It's not even OK. They're on a collision course. The very first scene of the movie. So I'll keep it vague because you guys won't have haven't seen it yet. And it's only going to be out a day or two by the time this goes up. The first scene in the movie introduces Khan. And obviously, you know, there's one, I think one of our questions is like, well, how does Khan get from like Skull Island to involve with Godzilla, right? Their, their idea of how will, will puzzle you. 
it, it just it raises so many more questions than answers and and is a scene that makes you go well i would have watched the movie that explained that um and that is a recurring thing like it feels like there's a godzilla and kong sequel that they they made and forgot about which i think is is the element of it being kind of a writer's room movie they kind of had to like guess at what was happening because they made they started making this before king of monsters came out right didn't right. they green light it like pretty early i think they might have even already been in production on it or at least about i think so Something so like they that. probably had like the script for king of the monsters but that was about it <laughs> yeah you know so it was about six pages yeah, they had to because they had characters from got God there, well, yeah, there's like Kyle chandler yeah. and uh, millie bobby brown are back in this one yeah they had a lot so of these movies of characters mm-hmm. I, uh, millie bobby brown is an actual character in this movie shitty character but a character kyle chandler is a cameo essentially hey who doesn't like a little kyle chandler in the movies and it, you're only gonna get a little also, let me tell you also this blew my mind the other day because i just realized it kyle chandler is in two different continuities of king kong because he's also in the peter jackson movie yeah oh is he yeah yeah, he's in the, he, he's the best he, part of that movie. He yeah, does appear confused one. by that. Yeah. Yeah. Considering that? he does appear confused by that fact, given what he does in this movie. Yeah. Um, he's, <laughs> I've he's never so, seen King Kong before. He's like, so dude. left, like left behind in this movie. I, I really do think I never heard about production troubles, but it really feels like they made Zack Snyder's Justice League, like a four hour Kong versus Godzilla thing. God, and I want that. Warner Brothers went. It it's got to be under two hours. Because there's there's uh, multiple really? scenes where they go like, th- this is not a big spoil, but I have to explain it. Like maybe Damn I'm it. crazy. It's not a big deal. You know how you've seen the you've seen like in the trailer that they have like Kong on a boat, and that's where Godzilla like attacks yeah. at one point. Yeah, I'm yeah. on a boat. Yeah. So so before that, they they the characters are like, oh, we gotta use Kong to get Godzilla. Like all the stuff you were, are expecting. So they they like, oh, we gotta get him on a boat. It just cuts to him on a boat. <laughs> they do not show you how they get Kong from where he is to the boat. He's just on the boat. <laughs> well, we see two we guys that problem. dusting themselves off, saying, yeah, <laughs> well, that, that was he's chained up tough. on the boat. There's no way, and like tranquilized. But There's I ate no, spinach like, today. Well, the Peter Popeye. Jackson one did that too. It just fades to black, and then he's in New York. But that was at least pretending to be a 30s movie. Where you're yeah, just like, just, well, you yeah, know, and they just kept throwing chloroform bottles at him. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of scenes in this movie where they're like, well, that was easy. Yeah, like, but you, you didn't did film you, it. Well, did you did you think that this movie was going to be the most logical film ever made? It's it's Kong versus. No, but I wanted Godzilla. I wanted like skipped over information is especially lazy. Like it wouldn't have been that hard to CGI a scene of like a crane or something. I don't know. Right, just like lifting him on. Yeah. Yeah, like a three second <laughs> interlude with like like just some music. Like you want like the curb your enthusiasm music. It's like they ran. It's like they ran out of score. So they're like, well, we can't shoot any more movie because we don't have the music for it. Um, play the curb your enthusiasm. That's not how the pipeline works. Yeah. Imagine if it was. <laughs> well, we only have an hour and fifty eighth worth of music, so. Take that for what it's worth. Um, again, the monster stuff is, is pretty good. Better when they're fighting each other, when they're doing their own thing, or, you know, perhaps they team up. Who's to say? Um, not not as much fun. But, again, it's just going to determine how much fun you have with the, the monster stuff. Um, there's another thing that I really want to talk about. Two things. I got to wait. We'll do it next week because you guys will have seen it by then. Um, but, yeah, not unfun, but also... You know, 
How would it play in theaters? Maybe better. I can't. That's what I was thinking about before. Like, would I have been more annoyed that, like, I got off my ass to watch this and it was stupid? Or would I have been like, wow, this is big? Um, I don't know that it would have played better. I don't think it would have played worse. Definitely would have played, wouldn't have played worse. But there isn't, like, a, a scene that sprung to mind. as like, oh, that would have been great to see huge. You know, the, there isn't a... The, the set pieces are kind of just like, oh, they're fighting. All right, cool. There isn't, there isn't, I don't know. There isn't that thing. You know, like if, it, if you're watching King Kong, you're like, well, I got to see like climbing the Empire State Building. I got to see how that's shot. And like, you know, um, nowadays they make it, it would be like the walk with a giant ape. You know, like it would, it would be, it would be impressive. There wasn't, there isn't that. Um, yeah. So it, like, it's not bad. It's just, you know, fun Titans, asinine humans. So, you know, they, if you if you like an actor in this movie, trust me, they're wasted. But that's, you know, but that's been no, the case with all the movies in this franchise so far. They almost they almost all look annoyed that they know they're not the star yeah. like that, like that damn monkey and that damn uh, lizard. They get all the like trailer space like it looks like they had an onset beef with the animals. <laughs> Skull Island was the closest to not wasting them. They were at least fun. You at least well, you, you spent yeah, more time with them. John C. Riley. He stole the show. Yes. Well, oh, that was yeah. the thing. You, you, because they were in the jungle and they were, you know, traveling somewhere. They weren't in like a ship, just like talking. They, you know, there was at least some degree of characters, right? And and John Goodman was fun. Um, and because you didn't like they, it wasn't like the first Godzilla, which can I like, but that kept Godzilla like mostly hidden, just yeah. as a like he's an event thing. You got enough Kong. You didn't get too much Kong. Right, exactly. I thought it was And then Skull Island, Island, you got plenty of things that weren't Godzilla. I mean, King of Monsters, you got plenty of monsters that weren't Godzilla. You got a lot less Godzilla than you expected, I think. Yeah, all told. He spends most of the movie napping. Unfortunately. Yeah, that this movie one stinks. Yeah, Sorry. I know. I was upset by how much I didn't like that movie. Yeah, this, I was this so is excited more, by th- the trailer and then yeah, what this, a this is more Kong than Godzilla. Which you probably want more of. Yeah, that's how I'm leaning. Can I just can I just spend a whole movie with Godzilla for once in their goddamn lives? Can they just make one of these things like they like they used to? Well, because now it's all like now. it's like they it's like they're not confident that they have enough money in the budget to show everything with the character. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah, and but the old movies always had like endless scenes of scientists and astronauts. I don't get. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. Debating we, the morality of whatever's going on as though they're I know, Miles. Say but like, that's that's aren't the we, formula. Aren't we? Aren't we here enough to know now that all we give a shit about is these creatures? So just show us those. Oh, I agree. I agree. Around. But that's what they're. That's Ryan. The Ryan just wants the climax in porn. That's all he wants. He just wants that scene for thirty minutes. <laughs> He doesn't want any of the other characters or anything going on. No, just give I, me Godzilla. I just, those are the best parts of the film, and they're so far and few between now. Like the other thing, it is, was great when we saw the Gareth Edwards film, where it literally leads up to that, and it was great once. Yeah. But to pull our rug out from us, the rest of the film, stupid. Other question before we finish up with the other topic is: None of you know anything spoilery about the movie, right? I mean, nope. correct. I pretty much do. Nothing. I okay, know. so Miles knows. I, maybe I know the big thing. Okay, Damn so don't I'll play the game. I'll turn off my headphones for a moment. Miles knows what I'm going to do in a second, because the there there is another Titan that appears in the film. Damn it. And it's not a surprise that they're not going to team up at the end. What I want to know is, Ryan, who do you think it is? Because I guarantee you it's stupider than that. Oh, it's, it's, I don't know. I made my dad play this game, and he, and he was 
befuddled when I told him who it was. Probably like Optimus Prime. You know, it's it's not it's well, not a cross it's not a cross contamination. Oh, it's probably Kevin Spicy. Um, oh my god, it would have been better. It would have been better. Uh, I don't know. It's not Mothra. That uh, was my dad's guess. I was like, nope, they wasted Mothra. In the is last it? Movie. Uh, is it like Godzilla's alter ego? Give here's what I'll say. Give me three guesses, and then when it's you like the, see respond it, to this without spoiling it. I'm not going to give him the answer. I just want to know what he thinks. I think it's like my wife sort of talked about this, but she your thinks wife it's is like, the villain. Yeah, well, my wife, my she wife, doesn't she doesn't listen to this, does she? No, she doesn't listen to anything. Oh, that's I why. Um, no, um, <laughs> Steve's like, send a text when spoilers are over. We should just do spoilers the rest of the way. Um, well, no, hold on. I still need to watch it. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, no, I haven't seen it either. I'm just messing. Oh, trust me. Oh. If we were doing spoilers, I have such a complaint about something just a plot. That's that next week. Up. That's next week. Next week. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's probably like another Godzilla. I don't know. I don't you know. Just, are you just thinking of the plot of the uh, Roland Emmerich Godzilla? Yeah, I think it's something stupid like that. Like something dumb. They're going to run out of ideas eventually. Like, oh, it, it's a it's a they run out of ideas thing, but it's <laughs> it's, it's it's both dumber and maybe somehow a little I, more creative than what you came up with. I don't, I don't, oh, OK. Um, it's a character you have seen at some point in the history of the Godzilla franchise. That's all. Oh, God. Oh, man. You're gonna, like, that's still like 50. That's like, that's like so many. I don't give a shit at this point. Like, I just want to I just want to watch the movie and then I'll probably be like vaguely surprised because that's all they do is they sort of throw in these characters and then you're like, oh, so it's that. OK, cool. As, as, there's no enthusiasm in, anymore in this shit like the fact. And, and I don't even think King of the Monsters made that much money. So literally, this is just like a, this is the perfect movie for HBO Max because it was already going to get dumped on this platform anyway. Like they were contemplating that way before, you know, the pandemic and everything because of the fact that that other movie did not make nearly as much money as the others did. So I'm looking at a list of like other Godzilla villains. Now that I know who it, who it is, I'm like, what's the most random one I can tell you it is? <laughs> it's King. It's King Caesar. Oh man, I knew he. I knew he was going to get some work eventually. Yeah, he's been he's been biding his time. He was in porn for a little bit, but he's back. Mm. Yeah, you've been right. watching a lot of those, huh? I, I was watching Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, you're the one right. talking about climaxes and all these things. You're the one who just wants Godzilla. I, look, I just want them. I just want them fighting the entire time. If if the premise well, of all these is let them fight and the fight of forever, let them well, fight. Prepare Shit. to be disappointed. Um, yeah. All right. As we wrap up, speaking of disappointment on Ryan's part, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Some of us love it. A stupid show. Love is a strong word. It's no WandaVision yet. Yeah, it's not WandaVision, but it's but it's frustrating. It's very I am. I am enjoying it. I I consider it pretty damn bold that they got into like. So, um, by the way, there was a black Captain America that the country just fucked over (laughs) and we didn't tell captain america because we didn't want to make him upset so you guys deal with that now yeah and like i love that like you know what let's take a chance let's go let's do that because i know what that storyline was in the comics and it's again didn't read it but i i heard about it and like that's a that's a storyline where like they so apparently they used him in i think it was korea right as Mm. like it's like korea super soldier yeah yeah and then when they were done with him arrested him for stealing Captain America's suit, you know, the one they gave him, sterilized him, <laughs> so and threw him in jail. Like, Oh, welcome to our government. 
Yeah, like I kind of hope that Walt Disney, the Walt Disney this. company, is doing that that like full on that storyline. Well, They're I mean, technically, that's kind of what they did in the pilot, right? Because they make Sam give up the shield. I'm, I'm assuming. Well, I mean, we there is about... there, there also I'm, su- be a show I'm assuming we can talk about the first two episodes, but like, um, you know, and they give it to uh, the whitest U.S. Man. agent. Yeah, <laughs> they give it to the whitest man possible. Which oh, you K- Kendall and Casey, uh, what did? What did, uh, Hobo, what did Casey Captain call? Yeah. Well. yeah, Hobo Captain America. Yeah, look, look, I like I like Wyatt Russell. I think he's a very good actor. But like, and maybe this is just the arc of the writing and everything, but or just the fact that we've been with these characters for so long. Um, but two things can be very true. One, uh, I hate him, and I, I think and the to. idea of them selling merchandise already this week, uh, burn all that shit in in a in a you know just in a blazing fire you spend too much time on twitter that you know about the toys they're selling already no well i mean it's kind of hard when you're like scrolling and it's like everywhere but anyway um, i've never once seen a a u.s agent toy i'll send it to you um anyway um second is i think you're supposed to hate him though i think that's on purpose i think so too um but and but also like i just hate the fact that they're going here you know this is wasting my time um, when I think the Zemo stuff and all the other, I think it's a it's, sneaky way to kind of have Captain America in the show without having no Steve it's, Rogers in the show. It's bullshit. Um, just side just, note, sign up quickly. Well, my in other this complaint timeline, is big. Steve, wait, wait. Steve Rogers is an old man, right? He's alive. Yeah, he's, he's Joe alive, Biden, but he's, he's the president. He's Joe Biden. You know yeah, I mean? it was, yeah, yeah. Where is, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Do we think there's any chance he shows up? Yes, like I, a pep talk I'm to like Sam or something. I'd I would say, say no. in like episode five or six, you could definitely get like a one scene like. Yeah, he's gonna get either like, that, or they'll like fabricate a flashback that like already happened or whatever. Yeah. He's gonna I'm come in and go, like, "What the hell did you do, was, Sam? You gave up the he shield." Was sitting at home, right, yeah. and watching when they're like, "Here's a new Captain America." So I'm just curious. If he was like, "Good for them," or like, "I'm, I'm sure he dropped the pudding spoon." And when like, what the hell? Um, or but- you know what they could do actually, and they often do stuff like this. Is we? Oh wait, no, never mind. I was gonna Uh-oh. say we could get a, a Haley Atwell cameo, but she'd be dead already. At this no, point. she. She did. Um, no, but what's her face? Um, Emily Vaughn, whatever. The other, her name is. other yeah. Carter, oh, Sharon right? Carter. She's yeah. coming in yeah. at a, eventually uh, in the next couple of weeks. But uh, no, the the so thing wait, about side note that who, what is she, how I now I have a thing that I have to think about. Yeah, she's, no. Now how is she related to him? She's she's she's, she's, she's uh, his Peggy niece. Carter's niece. Yeah. Okay. So that's because that's his because niece. she she was like gonna gonna fuck him right oh yeah they made out they, they totally wanted. did a luke yeah, and yeah. leia thing yeah, but yeah, but yeah, he yeah. definitely like married her 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 aunt oh well, he was yeah, always it's, in love it's with real her weird yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's total so, like it's when, total he, star when he shows wars. up as an old man yeah she's oh. probably like what the hell yeah. uh no i i <laughs> i get that but it's um, disney um but also too yeah the whole thing with him game which is the reason why i'm angry at this show is I've been watching a lot of the I saw a couple of interviews with with Anthony Mackie and a lot of the people and see this is what this is what happens when like people watch all the stuff and they are correct and then like Marvel doesn't explain what they're going to do with this character and because I watched a bunch of interviews were like well your Captain America goes well you know the thing is is I didn't technically accept the shield and I'm sitting there going Look, I'm not the biggest MCU fan, but I remember seeing that movie going, yeah, you took the mantle. 
idiot. Like you accepted no, it. No, I, I don't agree. Yes, with he that. did. I don't. The, agree. I watched the scene he, last night, Miles. No, he I literally exactly, says. I know exactly the scene you're talking about. He accepts it in like a. It would be impolite of me not to say yes in this moment. Bull but I, I don't think that's shit. the same as his he, fully taking no. on the Captain America role. He, I don't think he I takes don't think the that's mantle. Him committing. I think that's just him. Well, I'm not going to say no. Right. Well, then you complete. Then it completely isn't the person that should be taking up the mantle. Then because then he's lying to his best friend. End. So well, I think that's, that's what the show's going to get into. I don't oh, think they've finished so, digging into that. Yet. It's such a it's such a it's such a little caveat bullshit thing that they're doing because clearly everybody knows this. Everybody was just assuming and everybody wants him to be this character already. No, and I think you have to build up to it because he's not like super powered. He doesn't have all the abilities of Captain America. No, what he's he should have. He's used to doing his like flying around thing. It's a whole no. I think they I think they bit the bullet on this too soon. They should have a couple episodes where he's trying to be this and he realizes he can't do this. And then he's not Steve. And then he takes yeah, it back. But you don't know that's turns not what in. they're going to do later on. No, because he already gave up the shield. Yeah, but come on. You don't I'm think he's going to get the, the shield back at that. some point in the next four episodes? I'm sure he'll get it at the end of the season. And then we'll be waiting so. a year. I think he'll get yeah, it at yeah. the halfway point and build no, up to no, no, being no, no, no. comfortable but with it. But he literally but says... But when you get it, there'll be more impact is, because you wouldn't have seen him with the shield already. Exactly. He literally, he literally well, says... I think it gives it more, it gives it more weight if you wait for it. No, he literally you know says in Endgame, he literally says, this doesn't feel like mine. And Steve says, it is. And he says, thank you. I'll do my best. Okay, but that's, that's the fucking that's lines in the movie. Politeness. No, I don't think that's. Oh my god! I don't that's think such that a... did not read to me as I am fully committing to this. He says Which I'm going to. That, that it's basically like, like when you're. That I will like make when you your proud. Grandmother says, uh, "Only marry a white woman," and you go, "I'll do my best, Grandma." And you go, "Oh mm-hmm. God, I don't want to deal with her anymore." Well, that's what that where, sounds. I don't like. know where that's coming <laughs> well, from. Well, because but, exactly. also in this most recent episode, there is a line where he's like, I don't expect you to understand this, and I don't even really expect Steve's to understand this. I think they're going with the implication that there's a whole other layer to him accepting that, that he's not just the new Captain America, he's the new black Captain America. And I think that's, well, that's what clearly going to be really a factor. Right? Well, that's clearly way. the case, because yeah. they took it right out of his freaking hands and gave it to the whitest man on the planet. So, Oh, of course. But I they think gave it to exactly a jar it. of mayonnaise. I think that's a very deliberate choice. <laughs> they gave it to John Hellman's, right? That's yeah, they gave it to John Hellman's. Uh, also, you know, I love Francis A. That, Mayo. Uh, you know, I find it very uh, amusing to myself. They're like, I'm the only single one here, and you nerds are uh, <laughs> talking about all this. I'm like, this is not how this used to be. <laughs> me and my me and my wife were sitting there, and we we are Wait, very upset. And Miles, if I'm and, can, and I'm not and I'm not even invested in this franchise, and I'm watching and going, oh no, this is a oh this is bad. Now I will say, Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Are, have fantastic chemistry. They are the only thing keeping this, you know, together. It, it's clearly, you know, where we're going to go from here on out. But yeah, they need to get. Obviously, Wyatt Russell clearly halfway through this is either going to figure out that he's being played or by Hydra, or he's part of Hydra the whole time. That's clearly where the twist is going. Um, we're and, and the, the soup and right? the government's going to be bad. Uh, and yeah, the super, just a third. And like yeah. the super soldiers are, are are actually like. You know, it's going to be like a metaphor probably for like immigration or maybe they're even something different. Maybe they're mutants in a way. Like you never know. Like uh, so, uh, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. But um, Uh, I was disappointed in how they started this. But 
I will still I was, watch because they got me in the last bit of the episode with Daniel Brohl coming back. I was disappointed that Miles didn't say my wife again. My wife. There we oh, go. I wasn't listening. Yeah. Well, he said my wife, and I was like, that's your cue, man. Um, yeah, still okay. to be determined. We'll we'll be checking back in with Falcon the Winter Soldier. So we'll see where it goes. In the meantime, we're going to wrap up now as Steve just has his hands in his, his head in his hands, knowing how much he has to edit this. Um, <laughs> you guys can... I literally just had my head in my hands. It's funny. <laughs> well, I, listen, that, that vaccine comes with a camera. Oh, oh, all right, Joey. Oh. Jesus, wrap up the show. Uh, listen, Bill Gates told creepy. me. Yeah, it's getting it's getting creepy in here. Yep. Yeah. All right. So say where they can follow you and recommend a movie. Miles first. Oh, just any movie? I mean, recommend a bad movie. How about that? Oh, oh. W- wait. Wait. Okay. So hold on. Am I recommending a movie that like I enjoy even though it's bad or a, a movie that like... Hey, if you want I mean, to it's not, a bad if you movie. Want to not enjoy yourself, watch this. I mean, if somebody told you, I want to watch a bad movie, what would you give them? Besides, like, The Room? Yeah, I mean, you could go with The Room, but, uh, you know, you can you can dig a little deeper. Well, I, that's why I'm trying to clarify. Are we talking about so bad it's good, or are we talking about just You bad, bad? define it however the you want. The girl has already walked away. You had your chance. But let's say she comes back. It's however you want to pitch a bad movie to someone. Why would you My assumption would be something that would, be, well, would have some sort of enjoyment That's what I'm not value. clear about, because like, I can say, you know, you can watch Halle Berry's Catwoman if you oh. want to hate yourself and be miserable, or you can watch, you know, Birdemic if you want to laugh at how incompetent it is. I, I figured you would different questions. Yeah, I figured you would, you would aim closer to Birdemic, but however you want to go. <laughs> okay, um... Well, tell you what, I'm just going to sidestep this whole thing and recommend a good movie. Uh, please watch <laughs> Wait, Lo- spent all that time. <laughs> I don't care. I'm over it. Uh, please watch Love and Monsters. It's a little tiny one that came out last year, got nominated for visual effects. It's kind of great. And I think it could have been a sleeper hit if it was released under normal conditions. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Miles on Film. That's M-Y-L-E-S on Film. Please watch my short film American Exorcist on YouTube under Aftershock Pictures. I do actually need to watch that movie because Brian Duffield uh, wrote it or co-wrote it, and he made Spontaneous last year, and I love that movie. Made my top ten. There you go. Brian? Oh, I didn't know if we were going to let Steve go. Um, uh, Steve has to take his head out of his hand. It's going to be a minute. (laughs) It's going to take a while. I will say uh, a movie to recommend everyone to see um, because of the late George Siegel passing away is a movie I saw last year and it's uh, directed by Robert Altman and it's called California split and it's with mm. uh, Siegel and Elliot Gould. One of the best sort of films to examine uh, gambling. Um, and if you want to watch a movie that's sort of akin to it, uh, watch a movie with Ben Mendelsohn and Ryan Reynolds called Mississippi grind that mm. uh, they're a great one to punch. So if you're like poker, gambling addiction, all that stuff, those are really great films and they're sort of buddy comedies as well you can find me on twitter at ryan mcquade 77 all my you know crazy ramblings there and all the various places i write for and trust me they are crazy no i have some good thoughts i mean obviously you know miles goes like on a roller coaster with me whether he likes me or hates me during the episode but <laughs> it goes back uh, and forth <laughs> it goes back and forth but we we do we we joke we joke we kid we kid but we we uh we were agree to disagree Steve? Oh yeah, it's it's all in love. It's all it's yeah. all in love. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Miles is a good guy. Joey, well, jury's still out on him. 
All right. Steve? If you want to waste an evening, I would recommend the Selma Hayek, Owen Wilson <laughs> film, Bliss. <laughs> I like how we did. Say, I like how Steve didn't really. You know, he just still went down the the rabbit hole of a bad movie because that is a uh, bad movie. That's a bad movie. Someone had to do it. So oh, it funny. looks great on the outside and it doesn't take long before you realize, yeah, it's not. It's, so it's bad, here's my, my non-recommendation. <laughs> it's, it's a bad movie. The twists yeah, in it are so awful. Right, Steve? The, every, I mean, everything about it. I, I think she, I, someone said they liked Selma Hayek. I thought it was the worst I've ever seen her by far. And Owen I Wilson pretty much hmm. just stares and is like, it's as if he's opening wow. up the gift and going, hey. <laughs> Oh yeah! Wow. Whoa! Wow. I didn't know whoa. that was gonna happen. Oh yeah, wow! And wow. then for an hour and a half or two hours, it is. Uh, it's I almost not made worse. a. There you go. I almost made a terribly dark joke, but I will not <laughs> yeah, go on. Please don't. And uh, I think you could follow me on Twitter at Filmsnork and on Letterboxed at Filmsnork. You're the man, Steve. That's it. Uh, I'm going to recommend a. I'm just going to go in my own direction because who cares? A movie that I feel like people probably thought was bad at the time, but I enjoy, and that's Brewster's Millions, the Richard Pryor version. Oh, is that the one where he has to get rid of all the money in like 48 yes. hours or whatever? You have, oh, no, it's, it's, it's. So here's the concept it's a movie that, if you look it up, has been made, I think, 11 times or something like that. It's It puts a Star is Born to shame. Like. <laughs> They Isn't just like every they're t- trying to make one with like Kevin Hart, right? Like they're, they're I got, I hope not. Please, I, don't. I think so. Um, I think they are. I think you're oh, right. that makes me sad. Um, but yeah, the concept is that uh, Richard Pryor in in the phase where he made movies where he doesn't play anything resembling Richard Pryor, um, <laughs> which was kind of a waste. Like he's at his best when he's at his most Richard Pryor, but he's yeah. still fun when he's just like cashing a check. Yeah. So he's a he's a struggling minor league like independent league baseball player, mm. and uh, he gets told to go to this office building in new york he thinks the mets or the yankees are signing him he's like in his mid-30s and not good so yeah it's not happening but he gets told that his uh, only living relative has died never met this white man became like a rich oil baron and uh has decided that for some reason he wants to teach him to hate money because when he was a kid he got caught smoking a cigar and they, like his dad made him smoke like a whole bunch. Like that that thing you always hear about. Like, I'm going to make you sm- smoke a whole carton. So you hate it. So he says, uh, I got $300 million that I'm going to give you. But to get it, you have 30 days to spend $30 million. And you can't own anything out of afterwards. Mm-hmm. So you can pay for services. Mm-hmm. But you, you cannot own anything and you can't tell anyone why you're doing it. So everyone just assumes he's crazy. Because like he buys the stamp, you know, like the upside down... Uh, uh, Wright Brothers plane stamp and mails it on like a letter so it's worthless now um, at one point he decides to run for mayor but he runs as don't vote for me he runs for like none of the above it's fun it's just like one of those like 80s movies where you're just okay I'm enjoying the like nonsense vibe of it so I feel like it was labeled a bad movie but I love it it's also one of those movies that played on like channel 11 in New York City WPIX on like a Saturday afternoon so I probably saw it 70 yeah. times I think that that movie, I mean, it would have to be an obscene amount of money nowadays to remake it. And it would have to be like $3 billion. Or and it's like easy. That. What you do is you either run for create president. A, a, you create a music festival on a fake island, send a bunch of people out there, or you create, or you try to buy movie pass and then you lose all that money. Like that's, I mean, that's how considering how much I like <laughs> food, I probably could do it just on fancy dining. Right. I, I, I think so. Like, yeah, just, you know, I, I mean, it's, it, 
I think it's not. I mean, in the taxes alone and all that, pff, give me a break. It's easy. It's apparently easy put in it on the stock market. 15, yeah. There was a remake in the works from Robert Townsend. No. Um, that was uh, no stars were attached. And in the article, um, Britt Hayes, former entertainment writer, Britt Hayes, who I, I think is a really good writer, um, wrote, she's like, Kevin Hart, though, right? Has to be Kevin Hart. I think that's where that came up. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Even though it was never, I don't think the, the race of the character ever really mattered. Like, no, it kind of God knows like, it though, doesn't in the Brewster, in the, in the, in the, yeah, in the Richard vein Pryor of one. Richard Pryor, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a 1902 novel. Mm. First adapted into a 1906 play, followed by 10 different films. Man, that's kind of like the Heaven Can Wait sort of thing, right? Yeah. Listen, you know what I think it is that you're thinking of, Ryan, is um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Both had John Candy, right? Yeah. John yeah, Candy has a Kevin great Hart line in, in this one where connection is. Richard Pryor's drunk and he's like, it's not that you drank too much, it's that you don't weigh enough. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of those good movies. but if, it's, if, it, it's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. It's not, quotable. Yeah. Like he... Yeah. He buys like a he invests in a in a company that wants to solve the water problem in the Middle East desert by chipping off a piece of the ice caps or like a, or a glacier <laughs> yeah. and flying it to like the Middle East. That's uh, that's got to be. So good. he invests like hundreds of thousands of dollars in it, and an oil company just buys that company. So he makes yeah. money instead. Yeah, stupid. The gimmick uh, is he just gets upset every time he makes money. So people yeah, are like, he's You're making crazy. a lot more money. He can't get rid of it. He's actually and in a money. and in a fun twist at the time. It was weird to watch it because Stephen Collins was like the villain mm-hmm. and he was the father on Seventh Heaven. So you're like, oh, I thought he was a nice guy. Now he's a pedophile. So like, it's great that he's, he gets fucked over at the end. I, yeah, I never watched Seventh Heaven. So yeah. Jessica Biel was attractive. So not anymore. If you go back to 1921, that's when Fetty Arbuckle played uh, Brewster. Oh, ah. the good old days. There you go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Steve, the good old days. Now now we're going to wrap up. Once we hear the good old days, you know what's about to come next. Right. Um, you can find me uh, at Joey Magazine, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Letterboxd. Snapchat. Probably fans soon. I keep threatening. Um, also, at Awards Radar, it's not always me. It's not even usually me, but sometimes it's me. Um, and uh, yeah, read the site. Coming soon. More stuff good stuff quality i didn't say good the best stuff stuff some stuff stuff of note things things are happening Mm -hmm. in any event we will uh potentially even see you at the movies at some point in the nearer than later future just stay stay six feet away from me even when everything's back to normal I my new dream is to find out who this guy is and uh, give him your address. <laughs> oh no! It's, oh no! It's the guy from Silence. Gotta go. He shows up in the rain late one night. I want to continue our conversation. Brother. Oh my god! <laughs> he's got a bald head now. He shaved his head. He's, he's like raining out the organization. No. no, I wish nothing but the worst for that man. He's got Kool Aid for you to drink. Why did you not just stand up and walk away? I don't. I, st- I don't know why. It's it it's my. No I don't know. I bought the seeds. They're assigned seeds. <laughs> All right, readers. Oh, I'm just here's uh, here's what we're gonna do. Oh I have a DVD of our friend <laughs> that I will give away to the person who has the best re- uh, response for what Ryan should have done. <laughs> Put it in the comment section. I want to read. The, I want to read all those. 
on the air. I, 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 <laughs> on that note. Just so next time he has a way to get out of it. Yes. Yeah, Because nothing says come up with great captions like a movie about cancer. So Ryan just, has to take it there. Yeah, I did. It's a great movie, though. You should it is want a great it. movie. All right, guys. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Adios.